Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Remember, it's cheaper by the pound. It's Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. People care about you. Not just because you win or because things go well, but they genuinely care. The other thing it means to me is a set of standards. You are special. Nobody gives you anything in this world. People can give you money, give you wealth, give you fame. One thing nobody in this world can give you, man, is respect. Self-respect you have for yourself, the way you play the game, and the way you believe, the way you do things. This is a game of respect. 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 You represent everybody that came before you, and everybody that'll come after you. The spirit is something that's within you. You gotta listen to that spirit. You gotta fight for it. You gotta believe it. The spirit, the will to win, and the will to excel, these are the things that endure. The quality of any man's life You've got to be a full measure of that man's personal commitment to excellence and to victory, regardless what field he may be in. Through the winner, there is 100% elation, 100% laughter, 100% fun. Now, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes past the hour. It is the kickoff hour here, and we thank you for joining us for another day. The number 866-WE-BE-BIG. It'll be unscreened phone calls. We have not done that in a long time. Uh, we uh, could do that this hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, we have uh, a lot to discuss today, as always. We know the will of meat has not spun this week, so that is on the table. Lance Ingram, uh, he'll be with us today. He'll be with us in about two and a half hours. Today is the official release of United for Victory, uh, and we're excited about that. A link will be in show notes today, uh, and we're very excited to say today is the official release date of United for Victory. We'll talk to Lance about that and a whole lot more. Today uh, on Rick and Bubba University, we'll have Chef Chris Hastings on. And the guys are excited. You know, it's an easy discussion when it comes to food. Uh, but we'll uh, we'll talk to him. So that'll be your podcast on Rick and Bubba University this weekend as it pr- publishes on Saturday morning. Make sure you uh, have your notifications set and subscribe to Rick and Bubba University. Uh, and we uh, look forward to talking to Chris Hastings this week in Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. All right, well, let's bring him in. Uh, we have Chris Adler. He is in there. Eddie Van Adler, we'll look at him. He's got TV live in HD. Uh, sorry about that because I know y'all can see us in HD quality. Po- apologize for that. But uh, over to my right, we got Greg Burgess and Michael Helms. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Gentlemen. Yeah. 
fired up. Fired up. Fired up. Little little nasally, but fired up. Yeah, and it's got it's got its own alert. Well, I'll just be honest with you. I came in. You you started <clears throat> this yesterday. Well, because you do sound stopped up, buddy. Well, I, I, didn't, I didn't just hey, make it up. You know why? Guys, we can have a stopped up nose. Thank you. Thank right. you. Well, why do you scoot over? Yeah, you scoot yeah, over you about gave three me inches. <laughs> I thought for I a second. How about this? I don't want just regular stopped up nose either. I thought for a second that? you were gonna go back over here. You I know? thought about it. I'm gonna go sit and go and take a seat. Probably. Yeah. But. It's not that I, I just don't want anything from anybody. Mm-hmm. What about that? That's a yeah. good point. That's good, yeah. buddy. Don't want the flu. Don't want a cold. Right. Don't yeah. want anything. I don't yeah. want a cold. Well, it's little not... little man's a little uh, stopped up, uh, and so why would I want a cold? Yeah, right. Who wants that? Uh, and so Nobody. we uh, we're just kind of you brought it up yesterday, yeah, and it just... kind of planted that seed, and then so got when, when you say I brought it up. Would you agree you were stopped up? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I All didn't right, really good. know I was as nasally as I sounded still you, until you start calling me Rudolph and stuff. Right. Right. And and then there's something about opening up the mic and talking, then you realize, wow, so I am. Yeah. You know, when you're just talking in the room, but boy, you pick it up on the headphones. You do. You do. You do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so well, you do. You do sound something. Kind of went. <clears throat> just went throughout my day. Never, never felt bad. Matter of fact, played tennis in that heat Ooh, yesterday for about arms. two hours. Got an update there. It's pretty so funny. You couldn't have done that. And. Um, and and then got home and lived life. You know, I had kids to to take here, take there, and clean up. And we had a little plumbing issue. Had Stegall come by yesterday. Oh, one call does it all. Call hey. and, one uh, call doesn't. And so a lot better going call, on. Call. And then went to better bed call. and <laughs> woke up this morning. <laughs> woke up this morning and had a little sore throat because Ooh. of all the drainage from the nasal crap that I have to do. De- I have to deal with this six eight times a year. Right. And so, six to eight. Um, yeah, I don't know why I landed right. there, but six it seems eight. like that's a, well, it's about just, every other month. I, I know you, knowing you, you uh, might have charted. You, it. You may be all over that. It may be every couple months. <clears throat> and I and I have come off a nose spray that I really shouldn't have come off. That really helps with my allergies. Ooh, I got a nose. And what um, about a huffer? And I still got my huffer. <clears throat> um, so I will probably was thinking about that when I pulled up. Probably need to go over to one of the pharmacies and just grab some of that nose spray and hit it a couple times. I'll feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. But but I but I feel fantastic as far as just you know no nothing. But but here's the thing: nose running, coughing, drainage. Those mm-hmm. things are symptoms of COVID. Mm-hmm. Right, and also symptoms of allergies. Thank you. So it's tough, and so now you're what like, do you, do? you know, what do you do? And well, so I'm just going with the fact that I don't, I don't feel bad. I'm good, but I could be one of these asymptomatic guys. Of course, these are symptoms, but mm-hmm. I don't know. See, this is what's confusing about this whole mm-hmm. thing. We'll have to see. Well, I know we're we're just we're sliding away a little bit. Yeah, y'all are. Greg, I think it's a little much if you get the wireless mic and go to the golden ticket. Uh, yeah, so. you were headed that yeah. way. I don't like snot around me. Yeah, who does? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Who likes snot? I don't know anybody that says Raise I tell you what I like. Not big having snot around me. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Take you know, it personal. Um, and so, so, so we're, everybody so, equally Yeah, so we're just that. paying attention to you a little bit. Yeah. We're paying attention to you. I did notice yesterday as the morning progressed that you got better. So it, yeah, could, be, it, it could be part of I you just woke is. up and yeah. kind of getting going a little That's bit. always so we'll part see. of it. See how we talk ourselves out of it. I know. I know all that. Um, so, uh, today, as I said, uh, we got a lot happening. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. Um, oh. and, um, and Lance Ingram will be with us. Cannot wait to talk to him today. Today's the official release date of United for Victory. So, uh, that direct link will be in uh, show notes today at rickandbubba.com. Uh, so we'll talk to him and which made me, when I thought of Lance Ingram, <clears throat> I thought of Lou Holtz yeah. as well. 
It's the first thing I thought of when you said his name. Right. And then I started Gross. and then I started looking at the calendar. He probably wishes we would think United for victory. Right. Yeah. But I'll but I immediately thought Lou Holtz. Right. Football season is close. It right. is. Right. Um and I have um I actually have Lou Holtz on the calendar uh for September the third. Well, right. if you start that? looking at it, one, two, three, that's four weeks away. So that? basically four weeks we're, we're nothing. So we're one month from college wow. football starting, we think. Uh, and uh, that's going to be here before you know it, as Greg said. And then high school football before that. Yeah. So it's on. It is on. It is on. Looking forward to it. Uh, I got a question for you guys. Um, how about underwear? How about, about underwear? How about un- I got on a pair right now. Yeah. Don't how wear are- underwear as much as I used yeah. to. But I- <laughs> you're a commando guy. <laughs> okay. In Just like in and around the house, you know. Summertime. I wonder what the who the like the first person we could Google this that said. Yeah. I'll tell you what we need to do. We need to make some, you know, something that can, you can wear under your clothing. Yeah, and, you want to be some sagaft, right? And uh, and then somebody wore, you know, like did it, and then started wearing it, and it's like this is a game changer. We got to get this out to the masses. This is unbelievable. And think about now yeah. how 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 you got all kinds of styles of underwear. Oh, well, you can now go anywhere getting, you want to go. Now we're getting underwear. fancy with underwear. It used to be, hey the, man, just the, the old basic brief. Oh, has the, come hey, a long way. Yeah. I prefer the the uh, performance Under Armour type uh, yeah. material for right. my underwear. Yeah, right. that's uh, me. And I know that underwear can be a you know a little picky, and you know you got preferences on this is what I like. I mean, it's actually part of of uh, the baby predictions uh, for the husband. Yeah, so it what, is. what type of underwear does he wear? Because that could you know be a factor in uh, in the sex of the baby. But today is National Underwear Day. How about how about on night? Um, on January underwear? the 19th in 1935, the first pair of <clears throat> briefs were sold in Chicago. Hmm. Hmm. Designed by an apparel engineer named Arthur Niebler. Hmm. Niebler underwear. So think about that. So before underwear, you just, I mean, you just didn't have any underwear on. Just walk around with no underwear. That's right. How was that? And, and how about the people that that because Levi that underwear, had them jeans out way before that. Oh yeah, and think about the people where I mean underwear has come Dungarees. along to come a long way, and everybody's got buy my underwear. Mine does this that you know, I, mine mine's better. It's made out of this material, whatever. Oh, and think about yeah. the people that just decide, no, I'm not. I'm 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 still not going to wear underwear. Yeah, there's people. Like Men's that. underwear we all know and love today date back to the 1930s. The first pair of briefs were sold in Chicago. We talked about that. Designed by an apparel. Okay, this same thing. So that was the hmm. 1939. This is saying 1930s, but they say that there were some options prior to that. They just hadn't dialed it in yet. Yeah, they probably weren't very comfortable. Well, they have now. Yes, they have. Wow. Well, this gives and they're you proud the whole, of underwear. This too. is interesting. This gives you decades of mm-hmm. just underwear talk. Do you have your favorite underwear? Of uh, uh, you yeah. know, like. In, yeah. the, in, in your pile of underwear. Oh, absolutely. Uh-huh. Well, you look at it and go, well, today's going to be a good oh, day. A good day. My yeah. favorite pair. I've look got two it. pair that I, that I, hey, I love. <laughs> what about the ones you look and go, I don't I know. know. They're the only ones clean. Somebody yeah. needs to wash clothes. Right. Hey, won't we start with you, Hal? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. Now we're all thinking about underwear. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. I hate to say this, but I don't think we got tools here to pull this off. We're trying, though, Greg. 
22 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. It is the Good Time Gang. We're live. Rick and Bubba join us right after the top of the hour for the main show. Don't go anywhere. Busy show on tap today, and we thank you for making us part of your day each and every day. Uh, we don't take that lightly, and I uh, hope we have a good time together sitting around shooting the bull until the guys join us. Uh, as um, we were talking in the break, uh, Helmsy said that, you know, yesterday, if you'll remember, he said that he was pulling pulling and braiding into uh, adult tennis uh, where you had a couple of buddies that you were going to go play with and you were needing one. Yeah. And you suggested, hey, what about braiding? It went, and uh, yeah. then, then you realized, wait a minute, so now I'm pulling – I'm pulling my son in to, uh, to adult time here uh, and uh, having a good time on the tennis court, and you said that uh, it got pretty entertaining. It went really well, and it was I mean, entertaining. We were guessing on what could yeah. happen. Was there, would there be a hothead moment? Would, uh, would everybody get along? There were, you know. It, so, so I even thought about that. thought about you guys yeah. at one point during the match. Um, so <clears> we were – Braden played with me instead of against me, and he actually picked that. Oh, because so, the guys asked him. They said, "Hey, do you want to play against Dad or do you want to play with Dad?" Mm-hmm. And he kind of sat there a minute and he looked around and he goes, "I'll uh, I'll play with Dad." Mm-hmm. And, Did you say that was a smart and, decision? Well, I didn't. I didn't really. I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just it was. It kind of caught me off guard. Yeah. Because on the way there, I said uh, I was kind of talking to him about the two guys. And I just and, and I said, uh, if you play with either one of them, it's going to be great. This mm-hmm. what we'll probably do is you'll probably start off playing with me, but then after the first set, if we have time to play more, right. then we can swap and you know whatever. We yeah. don't have to stay. The, it doesn't have to be that stay the same. But either one of these guys are going to make you feel really comfortable if you have to play with them. Uh-huh. And so huh. that was kind of the, the speech. But somebody did. I, Chad, I think, was like, hey. Um, do you want to play with dad or you want to play with, with me or something like that? Yeah. And he was, he was like, I think I'll play with dad. Mm-hmm. So we get into this set and there were a couple times <clears throat> where, and I didn't know this cause Braden, Braden is like, he's like me on this front stubborn. If anything is wrong, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to tell anybody until it's over. Like he wants it to get done. And then, and so he was struggling with, some kind. Every once in a while, he gets a. Um, I don't even know what it's called. It's like an eye migraine or something. Oh. Where and it's very painful. I don't get them. I don't really. I. I don't know how painful they are, but it seems to be painful. And so I could tell, like in the first four or five games, something wasn't right. He just wasn't his normal bouncing around and all this. But I didn't think it was that because mm-hmm. he wouldn't tell me. Yeah. So we get in the car and we have we have a good match. It's real close and competitive. No arguing. No arguing. Okay. All that, that I had to watch myself a couple times ah. because see, I thought I thought he was. I didn't know he was struggling with uh-huh. like you know physically. Yeah. And so a couple times he double faults, and I'm like, well, that's not Uh-oh. like you. What are you doing back there? Said, Pick it up. Son. I was like, hey, pa. I said, I mean, it was key huh. moments of the match. You, you know, I know it's for fun. But when it's five all in a yeah, set and we're yeah. out there in that heat, right. I'd like to see us turn it up a little bit. Hey, and we'd communicate. Hey, let's, let's hey watch this or right. hey on his second serve move up and hey let's you know just just basic communication that you got that you get in tennis. And I even told him I said, listen, you see something I'm doing, say something to me. Right. That was the neat part about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were being able to do that. And um, I said, uh, I said, hey, I said. Pop a serve right here. I said, I don't know what's going on with your serve. Pop I said, a serve. Uh, pop a serve right here. Pop, pop it. it. Pop it first serve. Pop it. And uh, you know what he said to me? What? Dad, I'm trying to get something out of this. Uh-huh. I want to. I want to work on my second serve. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, basically, be hey, quiet. Dad. Hey, I, well, and I said that's fine. 
But let's get let's get through this set, then you work on your second yeah. serve. <laughs> so the competitive natures were coming out yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so we get in the car, and and we had we had a good time. And Braden, his migraine eye thing that happens every two or three months. Of course, I got a big speech about that when I got home that he shouldn't have been continuing to play and probably well, shouldn't. Know. I didn't know. I said, yeah. hey, 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 babe. He he didn't tell me. Yeah. He said everything was okay. Are you talking about the book of blame came out? Sure. Okay. Turn to page three. And hey, so, he should not have played. And by the way, know. he's nearly sixteen. He he can start making these decisions on his own. Yeah, speak up. Yeah, speak up. And so we get in the car, and I just I honestly think he just hadn't had as good of a time. Okay, like, that's what I think. I think yeah. he's just like, gosh, why did Dad pull me into this for two hours? <laughs> and he wasn't that's like a, he wasn't like you couldn't really they couldn't tell it. I mm-hmm. just could tell it. Right. And he was still playing really good. And I said, uh, got in the car, and I said, hey, I said, you didn't look like you had a good time. He goes, Dad, I, my head is killing me. Mm. He said, I can hardly even see. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, you know that migraine headache thing, that eye thing that happens about once every bloom. I said, oh, yeah. He said, it's been going on the whole time. He's like, I am sorry. And I said, well, buddy, why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I said, I just thought you were kind of done with us. I mean, and he come was on. Like, no. He's like, I want to do this again. This you feel was bad. Fun. You feel bad at some of the I, things you course, were thinking? Yes, I did. Because okay. I was like, you know, why is he not doing this? Why didn't he do that? <laughs> come on. And, um. Uh, Anyway, it was it was a really good time, and he even said he even said last night he said I I like those guys I like those guys a lot. He's like when we when we doing that again. So mm-hmm. it was fun. I had a good time. It went it went the way I needed it to go for us to continue to do things like that. Today. That reminds me of uh, a friend of mine. And Greg, tell me if this if if this happened to Taylor. I cannot remember. Uh, I don't think it was when he was young, but you realized it, uh, he needed glasses at some point. Do I have that wrong or do I have that right? Did, did Taylor end up needing glasses? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Um, a buddy of mine, you know, you hear you hear these stories, yeah, but was, we, but he was mad. Little, at, you don't know. Yeah, when he was mad, at, he was mad at his son because he kept striking out in baseball, and then they finally went and got his eyes checked, and he needed glasses. He felt terrible. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah, did, did that they, did that yeah, happen absolutely. to you? Yeah. I thought it we did. Have, they finally, you know, I that's mean, he what, couldn't see it worth a crap. Yeah, that's how I ended up. I Do you know how I found out? Uh-uh. I failed my permit test. Because I don't know if they still do it, but they they would check your eyes, mm. their your sight. Yeah, and I failed that, and that whole time I could, I, I can remember specifically one instance in Ohio, in a in a travel ball tournament when I was fourteen, where I couldn't see the ball mm. and nobody believed me, mm-hmm. and Dad ripped me a new one. Sure, and it cost us a game. Like, right. hey, routine fly ball, we're playing Hawaii. Thanks, by son. the way, appreciate it. And uh, hey, getting ripped a new one. Aloha. Then I get my eyes checked, and it's like, well, he can't see. And I start thinking, all these speeches you've given me, I really couldn't see. Yeah, I did the same thing. Tell him, I'd say, what do you mean? You blind? What should we can you not? Well, right. You went fine. that far with it? Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then one time when he was in high school, he, he got his prescription up, and I'm not going to call a name, but he went to a doctor that uh, he just blew it. Mm-hmm. His, his, it was oh, really? off. Yeah. And, he was, and I was like, can you? Not? Glasses or contacts? or? Yeah, I think I can't remember. It may have been glasses. But anyway, Went to the, another doctor, and the guy goes, he wouldn't even pass his driving test with these glasses on. Mm, not. So, But anyway, yeah, yeah. I was yelling at him on that one, too. I know migraines <laughs> are different than I can't see, but that just means that something's wrong, and I'm kind of on you a little bit, and I don't know that something's I know. wrong I know. until afterwards, and you feel bad. Yeah. Guys, wow. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's kind of hard to talk right now. 
25 minutes till top of the hour. It's the kickoff hour. We're live, and we thank you for being with us. And about two hours from now, we'll have Lance Ingram with us. Today, the official release of United for Victory. Uh, and uh, links will be in show notes, or you can go to warrior, warriorunited.com slash united uh, and get your copy today. It's the official release date, and we're so proud of Lance and look forward to talking to him today on the old Rick and Bubba show. Uh, as we roll on back, this portion of the show brought to you by MyPillow.com. You know, I was laying there last night, my little bald head on that pillow, and I'm like, this is comfortable. You know, I mean, think about it. It is. Yeah. And some of you don't have my pillow, and you don't know what we're talking about. Let us suggest my pillow to you, and they're offering everyone in our audience some awesome summer deals for you to take advantage of, like their premium bed pillows for just twenty nine ninety eight. That is a forty dollars savings, y'all, and it's the lowest price ever too. They got the Giza Dream Sheets uh, as well. Buy one, get one free there. A six piece my pillow towel set uh, that will be the best towels and washcloths that you have ever owned. They're just $44.98, a $65 savings. And I could go on and on and on. Uh, but here's what you do. Uh, right now, uh, they have 0% financing, too, on all orders over $50. That's basically free money, too. Remember, it's MyPillow.com. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee there with uh, their warranty, so you have nothing to lose. But this is how you unlock all those savings. You go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code Bubba, and boom, there's those savings for you. And I could go on and on and on. Even like dog beds, they're just nineteen ninety nine. Uh, bath robes and uh, sleepwear are thirty percent off. So uh, check it out right now. You go to mypillow.com, click on Radio Listener Square, and then use promo code Bubba. Check them out. Or you can always go to rickandbubba.com and look under the sponsors button. All right. So as uh, we are rolling on uh, here, we've got a number of things to talk about. Uh, I didn't really get to catch much of the Olympics uh, last night. Uh, we were just we had I some saw co- a few prelims. Did you? You had a little. You saw a little bit. Yeah, uh, the four hundred. Yeah, qualifying. Okay, I didn't see a final. Uh, I think volleyball. It seems like beach volleyball is always on. Seems like. Yeah. You know yeah, it is. It, it gets well, good ratings, go. from what I understand. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, uh, the team. <laughs> I saw the U.S. You talking about beach volleyball or team volleyball? Beach, beach okay. volleyball. The huh. U.S. team won. Yeah. So they're going to the finals The men? Now. I, the men? Yeah, that was a semifinal last women. night, I believe. Women? Okay. Because I did see men's beach volleyball on last night, and the, the U.S. was in it. Yeah. I don't so know. let me ask you this, because which channel do y'all normally end up landing on when it i know you you're flipping back and forth but i have found myself on usa network more than anything i think i just watch it on the main nbc yeah i've go i go i flip through i'm like the main nbc yeah usa the olympic channel uh cnbc yeah and then um and then the golf, the golf channel has the the, the women's oh. golf has has started, but that's kind of I I'll flip. just flip through there and I, I land on something I like. I flip I, and I normally I feel like I'm landing on the USA Network a lot, like that's where I landed yeah. a lot last night because there was a lot of track and field stuff going yeah. on. And, I can tell uh, you where I stop and that's water polo. I watched a little watch bit of that, of that last night. Too. Really? Yeah, that was I'll, on I'll the watch some of that. It's NBC just, Sports. It's is so where impressive that to me that you're you're basically having to stay up oh, yeah. while somebody tries Treading to drown water. you. Yeah, and they're trying yes. to, they're trying to push you in. You got to be very physically. You really do. Good shape. And, I still it, can't figure out how they catch that ball so easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's probably tacky and it's 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 probably a little squishy. It's yeah. not hard. Yeah. And 
but it's bigger than you think it would be. And they, for and they hate the palm those of your hand. They have to wear on their head. They, I know. They hate those. Right. They would right. think, can we come up with something better? Yeah. How they fired in there, don't Boy, they? I'm telling you, and like every now and then they'll like get out of the water and they'll zoom in on them, yeah. and it's like they got black eyes and stuff. I know. It's just like at night. That. So and you, you wish you was a water polo player for a little bit. I wish he was wearing one of those. I'm wondering if the I headgear picture. Yeah, I was sitting right there with the headgear. <laughs> How long if they said, and I tell you what, jump into water. We need you to. To, to be on the water polo team, how long could y'all last? Oh, I don't know. I'd drown. Huh? I or just, I mean, I'm They'd sure you have to have rescue to, me. Yeah. Not at the kind of physical level they're putting in. Their uh, effort they're putting in one, is two crazy. Minute, one minute? Two um, minutes? One minute. Okay. And then I'd... <laughs> you know when they have to swim? Me. When they have to swim the court, I don't know what you call it, when they have to swim from, yeah. from end to end, oh, I would be I just getting there by the time somebody's either scored or the goalie has stopped it. And I'd have to turn around and come back. What part of the country is water polo popular probably california i would probably yeah, say yeah, california because yeah. i, I mean, don't these players know are coming from somewhere guess. you know what i'm saying they, <laughs> yeah. they, they're not you know, i yeah. picture, we don't just get together and go the Olympics are coming let's get a water polo i, I picture right. like the pac-12 having good water polo teams yeah and they might I, not even have teams but yeah. that's where You're i picture probably, i guess that's where they do do they um, have it at a high school level i wonder you know i don't probably. know that's I mean, a great question though Greg. probably club i guarantee they do club sports don't say where they don't have it that's in the south don't know what you call it but I also was just flipping through, and I saw the indoor bicycle. Uh, no, I stuff. like that. The 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 course the, track. The, the course is tiny. The and track, and they are flying. flying dude. Yeah. And, I like and, and, that. And, and, I like that BMX they showed the other day. That race. BMX boy. Hey, did you see yeah. that wreck? Yeah. Um, can I go back to the indoor bikes? Though sure they have can. they have a what looked like a GoPro. Uh, at cam and it was on the handlebars, and so when they were racing, you you could they would show you the show view. us how they looked. <laughs> <laughs> they're, just, I mean, they're just getting it too. I mean, getting it. They I, fly I, around there. I have one thing to mention. I like the and y'all forgive me for this. There it is. Track and field. Okay. Does it bother y'all? And I say maybe bothers the wrong word. Well, they. Does it? Is it intriguing to y'all that you have all these other countries racing, and when they go down the line, they go, "Well, he he goes to Florida and lives in yeah. South, you know, I blah know. blah blah." All and and it's like their families ball. are in like like Canada yeah. that, that uh, I guess. Canada finished first, and then the men finished uh, second and third. And they went to his family, and his family was like in South Carolina yeah. uh, watching. Yeah. Yeah. And it, does it? I, I'm not. I'm not going to say bother because I know that a lot of them are racing for, uh, like, uh, you know, a country for their mom. You know, yeah. where their mother, where their mom grew up, or whatever. But they they grew up in America. Be, well, just like Can Osaka. I just pick a country. Yeah, it's like the, well, this one he runs at Arkansas. Oh yeah, you know, or hey, this one here he runs, you know, and I'm like, even the ones that live in other countries, yes, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But then you, but you're like I'm saying that you got these that they live here, right? Like Osaka, Osaka has been in the U.S. forever, and she's playing for Japan. Do you have dual citizenship or somewhere? Does that matter? I don't know. I don't know. But like this, can I go? I want to go and and go to the Olympics for Greece. Can I just decide yeah. I want if, to do that? If you if you have citizenship in that country, I guess you can. Like the uh, the, like there was a there was a lady I forget where she was from, and they're like, well, yeah, she's an NCAA All American. She did this, that, yeah. and the other. I'm like, what, what the? Yeah. You know, she's yeah. you know she's racing for and just fill in the blank, the Netherlands, and but yet she gr- grew up in like Kansas. What? Yeah. What's that about? Yeah. You know, I understand. I I get. It just it just seems weird. It's almost like everybody running either lives in America or, or went to college in America. Oh yeah, but to. they're racing for every. You know, You're talking about the dream countries. that everybody yeah. wants to come yeah. over here, and yet yeah. the rest of the folks here on the left are trying mm-hmm. to push everybody away. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had audio. We had audio of a of an American wrestler, female wrestler, that won gold, 
uh, and she just has the most bubbling personality, which I thought might get on your nerves a little bit, Greg. It did a little bit because it, it looks like she's always in a good mood. Yeah, and she was she was she just, needed to turn. She it was back draped in the American flag, and and they asked her, you know, do you were you really holding on to that flag? And she said, I love America. It's yeah. offered me some. I mean, she just. Went on and on. Of course, you don't hear anybody playing it. No, you won't. And that it, it, she was. It, she there's was, so many things in that four or five minute video. She talks about how hard she's worked, how hard it is for athletes to get where they are in the Olympics, mm-hmm. and then talked about how much she loved the country. There is so much that everybody should watch in that video. Yeah, it really is. It's it's special. It really is. I mean, yeah. to see that. Yeah. It, and I even see all the comments. This is what the athletes when I was growing up used to be like. They used to be excited to yeah. represent the country, is that and they're a still. Woman? And there's still a, there's still a lot of them out there. Yeah, it, okay. it is. Did you I, see uh, her singing karaoke, Helmsy? We're going to talk through what Greg's doing. Uh, uh, did you <laughs> see him? Did picture. you see her? She I did said not. she brought. Um, <laughs> she said she brought her karaoke machine for the athletes' vi- uh, the, the okay. village there. Where Back they to what to stay. I was asking. Uh, and and uh, and her gaming console because they can't go anywhere. I know. It's like um, between all the heats and and all the uh, the, the competition, they have to stay in their hotel. Did, Greg, I'm not looking. No, I'm not. I'm not going, I'm, did I see women boxing? Yeah, I'm sure you did, buddy. There's They've all been, kinds. We've been women yeah. boxing forever. Yeah, in the Olympics. Yeah, I think so. Well, listen. Here's yes, that's thing. a woman, Greg. Yes, that, <laughs> yeah. her no, name. No. Her name is Tamara, and she loves America. No, I'm that's her, right. Oh, you talking right. about the wrestler? Yes. I just glanced up and real quick, and she. Could, I tell that, you this: that, that woman the, could kick your butt, yeah. Greg. Okay. Well, if it wasn't for the pigtails, I I, I could have thought it was. Great, please stop. Well, you could say that about a lot, especially like the the weightlifters and yeah, stuff. I mean, she's she's stout. I mean, let me just tell you, she she's got she some she's got shoulders. some she's got some guns and, and the traps on. Oh the, yeah, the, the traps on yeah. that woman yeah. are yeah. amazing. Yeah. God, yeah. y'all. It, she, she's very strong. <laughs> That's she's not a new very to the strong woman. Back to the women boxing. I if she could destroy you on the mat. Oh, yeah, right, she right. would just wipe the floor right. with you, just like Kyle Maynard did. Just like the women when you go to. Oh, it's back class. on you now. Oh, you get thanks, beat by buddy. Women, so thanks, you know buddy. I was following the rules of jujitsu. All right, I was using jujitsu, not strength. That's how you do it, okay, buddy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You wouldn't know. You don't fight. Uh, is it called jujitsu that I, they they're wearing the geese and they stand they're standing up, but all they do is pull on their gi. Uh, they just Slings, pull. Yeah. They're trying to pull their gi. Uh, You're gi probably watching you, judo. Judo. You're probably watching judo. It's judo like they never went to the. You grosses. don't acknowledge judo, right? No, judo is awesome. It's a it's a great it's it's a great discipline. What about Greco-Roman standing? And, t- and takedowns. Greco Roman's crazy. You got man. wrestling, and then you got Greco Roman wrestling. And you yeah. got Greco, and you got sumo, which, by the way, in the sumo. No, 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 sumo. In the world games. It'll be in the world sumo's games. Sumo's in the year. world games, and there's a guy who is on the sumo team who's been emailing at me. Has he been, any, any, y'all have heard from him? <laughs> this guy, he's on the team. He trains. I forget. I think he has to go like south to. I, I didn't. I skimmed the email. They're training with okay. like a stack I, of pancakes. Sorry, buddy. I just realized how badly I skimmed the email <laughs> sorry, right now. You gave it zip. But there is a sumo wrestler that wants to come here and give us a demonstration before the world. Games. Oh, yeah. I want I you to wrestle. You, you've got to wrestle. I want you man. to wrestle. No, no you, I, I, I wrestled you Kyle Maynard. No, I want you to wrestle. <laughs> I, that didn't turn out well for me. <laughs> you, you're the wrestler. That would be awesome. You would you guys be cool with that? Yeah, it's right there. I'll respond to him. Yeah. I, I can't even. Or maybe outside. I don't know. I'm a terrible person. Yeah. I cannot think of his name, but mm-hmm. he, he's a sumo wrestler. He's legit. I think he used to wrestle in high school or something. You know, there's a lot. I, I've noticed what? that when they go to the little family camps, which I thought Rick had a great point, don't come to Tokyo, but I'll jam everybody in one room and have a watch party. Right. Uh, but um, the, there's been some markets in our in our audience where there's a lot of Olympians live in, in like – in our in our area, they really do. I, mean, I know there was a couple from Birmingham, from Huntsville, uh, one from down South Alabama. Like, wow, cool. I wonder if they know who. Like, if they listen to the show, uh-huh. they're over there competing for the Olympics. You never know. Uh, Trey Hardy, 
he was in the track and field. He now he's a now he's doing commentating or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he went to my high school. Really? Yeah, he was in the decathlon. I think. What, was he in the last? He, he, he was in one of them where you I remember a bunch his of sports. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I remember sports. him. Yeah, yeah. We have him. Trey Hardy. Oh. I don't think we've ever had. No, Trey Hardy I remember on. him competing, and he was from Best Davian. Yeah, I remember thinking yeah, that, that legit. was a couple Olympics yeah. ago. I think. Y- yes, yes. Uh, uh, and he was going to try to come back for this one, but I think he got injured in his training. Right. But now he's doing I commentating. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Nice guy. Um, but but, you know, Greg, back, but but to my point, Greg, that woman would actually just absolutely destroy you. She Greg. would. She Are you would. sure that was a woman? Did you pull the wrong picture? Of? That was Tamara, and she loves the country, Greg. She's like the one yeah. of the few people that she glanced. She's up. a good example so for you, children. You obviously hadn't heard her interview. I have. He, I showed it to him yesterday, Speedy, and he actually glasses, looked though. at her. She right. had a pair of glasses on. She didn't look like that. I don't. <laughs> uh, the glasses not, changed. Not, I don't know about the glasses. I don't know. The gravy, please. Seven minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour. Rick and Bubba will join us right after top of the hour break. Uh, they'll get settled in for the main show, and we thank you for being with us today. Uh, will Meat could spin. That's uh, available for you and on the table, so uh, be looking for that. Uh, we'll have Lance Ingram with us a little bit later uh, today. Uh, he has got his book uh, that is officially coming out today. It's officially been released today. I know we've been talking a lot about it, and uh, Rick and Bubba offered uh, autographed copies of it, but today the official release date of um, United uh, for Victory, and we'll talk to Lance about that. Uh, United. Plus, plus your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG uh, is, is the number. We have some gold <laughs> here that for, for the main show. Uh, DeSantis has a message for uh, President hey, Biden. and a little... Uh, little Kind of stern with the yeah, old he president. did, he did, he did, uh, and uh, so that's Didn't there for the right you. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, Cuomo, um, um, boy Cuomo. Updates. How about old Cuomo? Yeah, CDC is told well, he t- loves people. He's yeah. always been that way. Yeah, well, you know, so it's he, interesting he, how C- CNN and Facebook it's now on, coming man. out where some of the executives are re- were really behind uh, helping Governor Cuomo, and a lot of that's coming out mm-hmm. right now. Um, sadly, uh, behind helping himself. sadly now you can't even pump gas without uh, an attempted robbery. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this DC footage where this person just is, is pumping gas. There's this new thing now where someone pulls up beside you while you're pumping gas and there, and either the car doesn't stop or it does like it's going to get gas. And somebody gets out and crunches down and walks around behind you and just starts beating the crap out of you to rob you. So a little heads up, little PSA, watch out when you're pumping gas. That's out there for us That's today, too. Yeah. Um, so we, now you we, can't even pump gas without having to look over your shoulder. I mean, it's amazing. Don't it's be amazing. stuck watching gas station TV. Yeah, yeah. The, apparently go. they've got the suspects now because that video's been out and viral. So there's that. What you got? Earlier in the hour, we were kidding about me potentially having COVID. Well, we don't know of, because of nasal, right? And, you right. know, stuff. That, that I mean, that's only that's that's out. And we were also talking about National Underwear Day. Yes. And Amanda just texted me, and I'm gonna read this word for word. Okay. I just turned on YouTube channel because I couldn't go back to sleep. Now I know why I don't listen. You basically told everyone you have symptoms of COVID and you don't wear underwear. Uh huh. There we go. Sorry, Amanda. <laughs> that's Commando COVID. Amanda, that's your husband. There you go. Sorry. <clears throat> you know why she couldn't go back to sleep this morning? Because you snored and woke her yeah, up. You, so Caroline had yeah, a you were commando. Caroline had yeah. a friend over last night, Ooh. and for some reason, don't know why, they wanted to sleep in the office, and that like it's right next to our bedroom. That's where I keep all my stuff, clothes, and all this. I don't know why what why they made that decision and what time they went in there. 
But I couldn't go in there this morning. I had a text. One of the first things I do is because when we go to bed a little earlier than most of the family, there's a text, hey, don't go in the office. The girls are sleeping in there. And I'm like, well, crap, how would I get my stuff? And mm-hmm. she, I read the rest of the text. She said, hey, I've laid you out some clothes that you can wear. No, thank you. Thank you for that. So, of course, none of that was right this morning. The underwear was right, and the pant, uh, and I didn't have any pants. I went. I she tried. I didn't like the socks, but I put those on anyway and didn't say anything. Well, it's just socks. Yeah, yeah. I know. And then um, there were the the shirts I could have went with, but two of them I'd already wore this week, so I couldn't. I didn't oh, want to do that. I didn't want to do that sometimes. And don't so care. I had. I woke her up and I said, "Hey, listen." I said. I would have went with these clothes, but my bag's in there and all that. And so she went in there and got what I actually needed. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so I'm sitting on the end of the bed, like waiting on her to bring me stuff. And so when it was when I got dressed, I said, "Hey, can we do this again tomorrow? Like you go in there and get all my stuff and bring it to me." Mm. She was getting frustrated. She didn't sign up. She for didn't that. like that. Yeah, mm. probably not. No. She go. Are you grown or yeah. am I wrong? I hope she's really not listening. Like she said, she was. Amanda, let me just away. look at you and say I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. I no. Um. All right, so this one here too before the uh, the break, <laughs> she the, said, "I'm I'm I'm watching. I'm just messing with you, but seriously, don't say you don't wear underwear anymore." Okay, all right, <laughs> hey, but straight up, that was her dad. <laughs> straight <laughs> up, <laughs> and don't too go late. in the office. <laughs> too late. Um, the Washington football team, boy, they really, you know, they they changed you about the former Redskins. Yeah, they changed the world <laughs> because they they dropped their controversial name a year ago and and just became the Washington football boy, team. That's creative. Uh, and has banned now. Uh, Native American garb from its stadium. They have announced that fans uh, are not allowed to wear Native American headdresses or face paint at games at FedEx Field this season. The uh, Washington football team will hold a practice at the stadium Friday. Didn't know this. They're expecting about 20,000 fans. Now, look, COVID's not a problem, but you better not wear a headdress. But don't wear a headdress or face paint uh, that resembles any Native Americans. But this is how we're changing the world. Has anything changed since they, they changed yeah, their Whose life's better? I, I don't know of any. I hope there's a bunch of people that you know were lifted up mm-hmm. after we got rid of that horrible nickname, and we're going to lift more up by doing away with face paint, headdresses. Mm-hmm. I guess any – what about if you have a – you may have covered it. And I wasn't listening. Mm-hmm. What if I have an old Washington Redskins shirt and it says Redskins? Can oh, I, I don't it? know. I don't know. That's a great question. Is that banned? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I guess you would be get booed from you on your, your yeah on your row. I don't know. You also remember uh, they also um, did away with their cheerleaders. Uh, they have co-ed dance teams. Well, now. Uh, what's his oh, name? Kept, the staff kept harassing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't y'all read that story? <laughs> yeah. They Snyder. Just, uh, they just need to get rid of them. Yeah. Because yeah. they're dealing with the hounds up there, don't know how to act. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just a fine bunch. Yeah. Washington football team, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, but they. Um, uh, well, I would like to go to this open practice and riding up on a painted stallion, yeah. dressed like Osceola <laughs> from Florida State, and going there and chunk a spear right in the middle of the field. And then ride out. And ride out. And just as fast as you can, yep. see if they can catch you. And give them this on the way out. <laughs> okay. Whew. He's he doing, first he's said do, that. Yeah. He's doing the chop. Tomahawk chop. Yeah, because I know city. a lot of you are trying to I immediately looked because I figured well, middle finger that, was coming up. I really it. thought add that. Add the finger to the chop. <laughs> <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Six Rick minutes Bubba. past the hour of oh, the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. We are excited about going forward today. 
If you've already enjoyed the kickoff hour, uh, welcome back to a brand new hour. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome for the first time. We start this hour, as you may be aware, with the national anthem. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Uh, we'll uh, we'll unpack another day for you. The number eight six six. We be big. Write that down. Keep that close. Uh, also, the kickoff hour. If you missed that, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler have already done that, and they're with us as we go forward. Will of Meat still in play. Could happen on the program today, so I'll be paying attention for that. And across the way, there he sits, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. But most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussey! Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates, everywhere. Here we go. The brothers. The brothers Gibb. Uh, you know, interesting story about, you know, Barry Gibb singing falsetto. You mm-hmm. know, they were not they were not the big hit Mm-mm. until he started doing that. And, oh, they uh, took I, it to a new level. I mm-hmm. understand that Robert, is it Stigwood? Was his name at uh, RSO Records? Is the one like that, that suggested he do that? Something like that. Heard him singing backup on something mm-hmm. and said, well, sing lead that way. Which nobody was really doing that at the time. No. So. It was uh, definitely a different sound. Then you had that little movie that helped them out, Saturday Night Fever. That was a big yeah, kind of pushed. You know, I was too young to see that movie when it first came out, but I love the soundtrack. You know, the music. Oh, yeah. From yeah, we weren't allowed to go see that. Because um, you, I mean, Saturday Night uh, Staying Alive and 
Saturday Night Fever. Well, no, it wasn't Saturday Night Fever. What was the the other song? Um, the main one on Night there. Night Fever. Night Fever. Staying mm-hmm. Alive. Staying Alive, Night Fever. I mean, they were on the charts like oh, one and two. One and two, baby. Forever. I mean, like a year. Mm-hmm. She writes Dear Cassie. And, and, and there were numerous other songs on that, too. Yeah. And the Tramps had Disco Inferno and... Uh, if I can't have you, which yeah, uh, a couple the, the Bee Gees actually sung, but then Yvonne Elliman, yeah, she's the one I think made it on the record. So, were there a couple of songs on there that were the same song by different people? Yeah, yeah. It, it was uh, it was really was odd. More than a, more than a woman, Greg. More than a woman was on there by the Bee Gees and Tavares or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, wasn't that name yeah. of the band? Mm-hmm. And but, if I have it correct, so, you didn't know, they was, think they, didn't they think their career was pretty much over, and then they had to readjust <laughs> everything and said, well, we need to just write more. And yeah. and then sell our songs to different artists. Yeah, because they've been around, you know, in the '60s. Yeah, and everything. exactly. But, but you know, uh, and if I remember, Rick, the thing was they they had recorded the song, and then somebody else recorded the song, and they couldn't really decide which one they liked best, so they put them both on. Why not? <laughs> more than one month. Now, Greg, Jimmy, Jimmy, Iveen, how you say that? Jimmy, Iveen, Jimmy Iveen. That was he was the one that said I took a pass on the Saturday Night Live soundtrack. He yeah. said that, that was a big that was a bad. That <laughs> he was a bad on that He said I had some. I had At a lot of wins. He, j- he jokes about it. He said yeah. I had a lot of wins. Yeah, uh, but that one was a loss. That yeah. was a loss. He said they they presented it to me. I said I think I'll take a pass on that. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be. Even. But you know, when I got older and I finally saw the movie, I thought the movie was terrible. I mean, it, it, really it did not live up to the hype that I was anticipating. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, one, of it's those, one of those you watch it because it's so goofy. Yeah, but the music was there because the movie was not very good. No, it, it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah, the the soundtrack much 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 more enjoyable than the actual movie. I'll yeah. tell you another. You remember when they tried to do a PG version of it because no kids could go see it? Right, <laughs> right. What about it, the sequel? Did you ever see it? No. Nah. Staying Alive? Wasn't nah. that the sequel? I think so. Nah. He, was, I mean, he like was, went off and became a Broadway nah. dancer or something. Nobody cared about that. It, Greg, it nothing happened. Cares about uh, that. Greg, Greg reminds me of like, you know, where soundtracks are better than the movie, like Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> the great Xanadu. And if I remember right, Rick, and I, I need to look this up, but the video for Staying Alive, which the Bee Gees shot at like an old railroad yard or something yeah, in L.A. I've seen that. They literally high quality. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> yeah. was. You know, it thrown together. Oh yeah. And they were due back in England for something, and they wanted them to do a video, so mm-hmm. they like ran out and did it the morning on the way to the airport. I mean, that's what, it zero, like it. zero thought in it. You, you know? know, and it looks just like that. Yeah, I mean, it was literally put together in two hours, you know, because they had that to was before the, the videos they yeah. even thought yeah. were going to be important. Right. Yeah. I used to get mad when. Um, and I remember, I think Rod Stewart tonight, tonight, when Don Kirshner's would come on to the Midnight Special, and instead of them showing the live band, they would have a video, yeah, which right. was rare. Yep. And I, I didn't like it. I was like, because I was before like seeing it, the video. That was before MTV and all that. Yeah. So on that note uh, of, of music, and we talked about this the other day, it is true the Stones are, are about to start rehearsals for a new tour, but yeah. Bubba, Charlie Watts will not do it this time. Well, yeah, he's got to have a procedure. Yeah, says, one. He's already had the procedure, yeah. they said, which was completely successful. What but was the, it, a heart deal? It doesn't say, but well, I guess. didn't slow Mick down when he had his. How, yeah. how old is he? Oh, 80. 80. 80 Rick, that's my out, dad out there. Yeah, Speed and I were talking in, in the kickoff before the show. Rick, that's <laughs> our fathers playing stadiums at yes. 80. I mean, our, our Some, fathers are 80 years old. Right. So picture them in a band. They're in a band still, and they play stadiums. <laughs> well, we, we're <laughs> owning it still. We got to look at a couple of things with the Rolling Stones. One is it just genetics. Two is does that lifestyle keep you young, 
or three, have they made a deal with the devil? I'm going with right. three. Three. Because if you look at some of the recordings, there's a few right. hints there. <laughs> oh, okay. Goat, <laughs> goat head soup and stuff like that. Well, look out. So they said the procedure, though, they did not see coming. They are surprised that he had to have the procedure. He's going to be fine. And then Charlie Watts says, my doctors say, I guess at this age, uh, and since I've had the procedure, they don't think I can take the rigorous uh, schedule of the tour that I need to rest and recuperate, so I'm going to listen to them. Steve Jordan will step in. And he said, because of all the cancellations that people have had to deal with due to COVID, he said, mm-hmm. I don't want them to have to go through more cancellations. So I'm more than happy to step down and let uh, this guy play the drum. So okay. is he a mm-hmm. is he a play alike, or does he look like no. Charlie, or no, what? No, I, I'm he's just going to be a yeah, drummer. I'm going to guess it, just by little... sheer numbers that he'll be younger. <laughs> When they replace, <laughs> seen, when they replace the bass player, he was. I think he, he's got dreads and he, he doesn't resemble Bill Wyman. Really. No, he does not. He's really good though. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you're gonna replace the guy, get somebody good. But how, so this will be the first time in all these years that the Stones played without Charlie Watt. Yep. He's never missed it's been one. a long time. Yeah. Eighty years old. Eighty. And was re- ready to start rehearsing to go out. <laughs> not just on a tour, like yeah. a stadium tour. Yeah. We'll be back. Fifteen minutes past. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two men who warned you that soccer would destroy the country. Rick and Bubba. Nobody listened. 20 minutes. Past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. So still to come today, uh, Lance Ingram, you know known best as Dr. Lou, former intern Firestone. Uh, Bubba and I were honored to be part of um, this 42-day devotional, United for Victory. He assembled it, directed it, edited it, and got it done. And we did a pre-order on that, and all of you should already have received those. Uh, that Bubba and I and Lance autograph for you on the pre-order today. Uh, this uh, 42-day devotional is available to everyone, and you can get it uh, as its uh, official launch date is today. Uh, so um, if you missed the pre-order and you don't have it and you want it, it's available today. We'll talk to Lance and kind of get his feedback um, on how has been the response so far, because about a 1,000 of you probably already have it. So. Uh, and now it'll be available to anyone uh, and uh, just click and go and then get it in a few days. All right, so we'll talk to him about that coming up. Also, um, I'm looking forward. I mean, Bubba, we will be starving after we're done with Rick and Bubba University, the podcast today. Yeah, I, I mean, know. We, we, You know, it's not often that we get to have somebody at this level uh, uh, of, of foodery, uh, which I, I've just invented that yeah, word. It's a great word. Uh, but, uh, uh, mm. you know, I – <laughs> we will be starving. I, I kind of hate he's not going to be in here to like bring something to sample. You I, know? Let me tell you something. Bubba said it when he first moved to Birmingham because we, we grew up about an hour from Birmingham and we would get over here from time to time, but, yeah, yeah. but, but we, you know, to, we, we weren't immersed in it. You know, we, we knew one place we were coming to eat and we'd come here, we'd eat and go back. But when Bubba moved over here and, and started living here, I remember the first time he came in, he said, Rick, it's a city of a thousand lunches. Yeah, you, and, uh, you literally could eat lunch at a different place for right. three years in a row without doubling up. We have some of the best restaurants uh, in the country, uh, and some of the most uh, award-winning chefs. And we will interview one of them, Chris Hastings, uh, who, of course, has uh, been awarded the Iron Chef Award uh, and has and actually was uh, a protege 
of uh, one of our, our most awarded uh, chefs, uh, 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 Frank Stitz, uh, and he was kind of one of his protégés, and then he went out and did his own thing and won his own awards. And uh, we'll talk to Chris Hastings uh, this uh, this weekend on Rick and Bubba University. So if you are a foodie, uh, this is one not to miss. Because we're, you know, we're going to talk about great food. Yeah. We're going to talk about a great uh, American entrepreneurial story. We're going to talk about what it's like to try to run restaurants through pandemics. Uh, it's uh, And then we'll just talk about the, 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 the wonder of delicious southern food, just mm-hmm. the wonder of it. You know, we were at lunch, speaking of that, the other day, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the topic of foodies came up, which is this new term for people who, and I thought, you know, to begin with, I thought I must be a foodie because I like to eat. Yeah. But then Rick was telling me the definition of it, and I realized I'm not a foodie because I don't like going and trying new things. Yeah. I just like a lot of what I already like. Yeah. Now, you're just someone who I eats a lot. I need to be a foodie, though. Yeah, you're just someone who eats a lot. But, yeah. But, but, yeah. Your, but your variety needs a lot of work. Yeah, I mean, I've dialed in and kind yeah. of locked into that. I mean, I've I've added some things over the years. You know, I, I mean, for a long time, I made fun of people that eat sushi. I mean, right. And then, then I, I mean, I eat it all the time now. So yeah. you know, every I enjoy you, that. Every now and you'll branch out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a. I think that was a big branch for me. Yeah. You know, and I, I love it now. It was, it was because uh, you know before that, I think you refer to it as bait. Yeah, well, uh, that's mm-hmm. what most people that don't eat it do refer yeah, to right, it as yeah. because that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm, it does. If you've ever been deep sea fishing, especially, I used to never eat it, and because of you, I sometimes eat it now. Yo, oh, I love it though. Now. A, I mean, it, I love it. it. It's nothing but an appetizer to me. It can be nothing more. Oh, you just gotta get enough of it, right? Yeah. So, so anyway, um, I look forward to that, and I do think when we're done, keep in mind we record this right before lunchtime. Yeah. We'll be starving. Yeah, yeah. Today's it, gonna be a bad day. Let I me tell you, I, I have eaten at his his uh, restaurants and in his main restaurant, Sherry and I. On so many special occasions, and you talk about good. Hmm. I mean, just love it. So, so anyway, so that that'll be coming up on RBU this weekend. So, yeah, we'll we'll take a. I think I, I think a lot of people, and I'm, I actually heard this yesterday from people who support what we do, and we certainly update you on what's going on, and we'll do that again today. But they said that they're thankful that this is a place to go. That it's not the same old stuff. Over and over and over and over, they're saying, you know, we just we got to have a place to go to hear about something other than politics and pandemic. And uh, so they they like that when they can come here. And I think this weekend this will be a uh, a podcast that you can just enjoy. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and and we'll do that. So uh, and and we update you on other stuff too. But we just we just don't do it all five hours. You know, and I'll mm-hmm. ask him about the nectar of the gods, little G ketchup. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be careful. You think that's a four-letter word to him? Well, you have to be careful with award-winning <laughs> chefs. That sometimes they're not a huge fan of. Oh, of, I know. Of I know. They yeah, they think that. if you're covering doing that, you're covering up the natural flavor. Hastings is to me, he's really laid back. I don't think he takes himself that serious. So that that could be good. Now, but I you, don't know if I've met Chris or not. I think I have at a restaurant. One probably. Time. Probably. But I don't get out and foodie as much as you do. Oh, man. I, I got, Is foodie a noun or an adjective? Do you know? Can I go out and foodie? No. no. I think you can be fooding. Foodie, but, but, yeah, foodie but to, no. Am I hashtagging right yeah, now? No, you're Anybody? not hashtagging. But, yeah, I love the – <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, I love the, hey, have you been to this restaurant and tried it? I love that. Now, now sometimes <clears> you go and people hype it up, and you're sitting there going, eh. 
Uh, but but when you see, I don't go and try a lot of new restaurants. But when, but, but, and I'm kind of I'm kind of mad about it, really. Yeah, really, honestly, for Sherry, I want to be a food for Sherry and me. Um, you know, it's just it's just a fun thing to do. Right. We, I mean, we really enjoy it. Right. Well, I'd like for it to be more of a fun thing for me to do. Yeah. Yeah. It is great. Yeah. Now, look, you have to be prepared because I know what what makes you nervous about. Are it. there any foodie websites I can get on and and figure out Probably. more how to foodie and well, hashtag and stuff? But here's here's the thing that I'm worried about with you because <laughs> hashtag I, foodie, you know, because do you not agree with this, <clears throat> with Bubba? Bubba, Bubba doesn't he he's you know he he's he wants it's almost like the thought that he could go try something new and it go bad hey, yeah. is mm-hmm. concerning. Mm-hmm. You have you have to know that's a risk. You know, because what you do, I he's think he's not adventurous. No, can no, I no. adventure no. the restaurant, but then stay in the food that I like? No, then you. Well, I mean, I guess you could say I go around and find out how this restaurant prepares the same thing I ate at the other. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Does. And look, and I, I don't want to do that. When Betty and I go out on special occasions, look, I'm I'm the first one to order cheese from around the world oh, as yeah. an appetizer. Right. So oh, I get okay. on the edge yeah. with that. Yeah. Oh. It's uh, so I'll have me some goat cheese or something. What Bubba? What Bubba? I think, and I understand this mindset. If he's got a a meal window, he he wants to make it count. He he's a, he sticks to the right. things he knows will be good, and that makes sense. It you does. know why, Rick? Because I'm always worried it yeah. could be my last meal. Right. And you don't know when you're going to get your next one. Right. You don't know when a pandemic's going to break out or something. Yeah. Earthquake. I, I, I look. You know, I, hurricane. I look, I look at going out and, and trying new things and I mean, trying. I don't want to dry up and get sick. I yeah. I can't. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I, I think you're safe there. Yeah. It's going to be great. But but what I'm talking about is how long do you think I'm good before I'm in trouble? If we cut you off right now, I think you'd live for three years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if, if we can keep getting water to you, you know what I mean. You got to have water. But, uh, but keep, the, him, keep him hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But I look so at so maybe the, Chris can help me to become a foodie. Yeah. Well, I think what it, are all those groups? I, I I know it was in one of those commercials where they listed the different things. I mean, we yeah. talked about them one yeah. day here yeah. on there. Yeah. Their foodies were one of them. Yeah. Yeah. And and to me, I techno think, wasn't techno one of them. I'm already the, there. Here's yeah. what I've noticed. I think we like all this labeling stuff. Do we really need to come up with a name for people that like to go try good restaurants? I mean, is that does that need a name? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't. Is, isn't that just pretty much a somewhat normal? Uh, yeah, I heard there's a great restaurant. I want to go, go try it. Yeah, does it really? Yeah. Have who, who doesn't? Want does it have to become some kind of culture? I mean, yeah. isn't that kind well, of normal? Just give it a little nickname. Yeah, yeah. a little nickname. Yeah, I'm not thrilled with the word foodie. I'll just go tell you that. Well, it sounds like you're. I don't know. It sounds yeah. like you got your shoes off and you're kicking a ball or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't like it. I'd rather just say, I understand y'all like to go try new restaurants. We do. (laughs) And we've eaten some of the best meals I've ever eaten. (laughs) Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Have you ever? Uh, have, you, have you got your company, your product, and have you ever thought to yourself, "I would like to team up with Rick and Bubba. I want to lock arms with Rick and Bubba. I want access to the Rick and Bubba content. I want Rick and Bubba talking about my product. I want them to have my product. I want the Rick and Bubba army to respond to my product because I got a great product." But I just don't know how to do that. Well, why don't you go to rickandbubba.com right now, and then you go to the contact button. You'll see it there. Uh, and uh, talk to our friends at Syndicated Solutions. Uh, you can email them, rickandbubba at syndicatedsolutions.com. Rick and Bubba at syndicatedsolutions.com. 
uh, and they'll put together a marketing plan for you uh, to join with us. And, of course, if you want to just do that on the local level, uh, just contact us, and we'll hook you up with uh, the local sales teams as well. Uh, So if uh, you're looking to access this audience with your product, we can help you. Uh, And we put together marketing plans that actually produce, and we'd love to have you on our team, and we'd love to work with your product. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's talk about some of the things that are going on. Rick, did you uh, – l- let me ask you a question see how you would answer this. All right. Uh, if I said the richest female musician slash singer performer in the world, richest, who do you think it would be? Katy Perry. The richest? The official pink. richest, wealthiest okay. Swift. I'm female going- – Musician, performer in the world. And I'm going with, what's the Latin? Uh, Shakira. 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 I'm going with Shakira. I'm going with Shakira. Shakira, Taylor Swift. Pink. Pink. Uh, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Mm. That's a good guess, by the way. Um, Lady Gaga. According, Ooh, Lady Gaga's a good guess. That's according good. to Forbes, um, <clears throat> it is now Rihanna. Really? Okay. Really? That makes now sense. They're, they're saying yeah. she is really? the richest in the United States, second on the planet. Um, $1.7 billion. Not. She's 33 years old. The majority of her money did not come from her singing and her song sales. It came from her makeup line and her lingerie line. There you go. Well, there you go. How about that? $1.7 billion. You, you build the platform, then you start putting bah, other things on. Bah. You know, that's what you do. Yeah, I, I just I thought I would go out there for one of those, hey, you didn't see that coming. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, and, yeah. you know yeah. international. international yeah. That was like, real good. All that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. And I mean, I probably over, I overthought it, obviously. <laughs> but I mean, but I, I, I tell you what I was being, I was trying to be sharp. Yeah. I tell you, I'm going to think this through. Mm-hmm. You know what I was doing? Naming the only ones I knew. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I probably if you took the most popular – Female artist, and and you said, Rick, I dare you to come up with five songs <laughs> oh, that, that combined sure. that they've ever put out. I probably couldn't. I probably couldn't name five. You no. know, no. If, you, if you look no. at this list of billionaire females uh, in the United States, they have Oprah slightly ahead of Rihanna, but they don't. She wasn't in the performer musician yeah. list. But for Rihanna to be that close to Oprah, who was made, you know, buckets and buckets of money. That's that's pretty incredible. But you know, the big O, she's not out generating. I mean, she still got her network and all that. But she doesn't have her show anymore, and you know, she's almost now just making money constantly off other stuff. But she's not she's not up front putting out a lot of new stuff. You yeah, know, hosting yeah. That she show. she made her money, yeah. and now she's letting that money make her money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, you know, I mean, Oprah was a household word. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw her on TV every day for, what, how many years? But, you know, and Rihanna's been in a couple of movies. I remember ba- uh, Battleship, or, yeah, wasn't that it? What was the one made over the, the game we used to play? Yeah. Um, and she's had a few, you know, some hits that probably are, you know, most people would know. But it, to me, I didn't really see her on that list that close to Oprah. Well, you you see why though, or, or think about Madonna or yeah. Taylor Swift or some of these other ones. But you explain why? Yeah, she diversified. Yeah, yeah. She, she's yeah. not just making money off music. Uh, I tell you how she called O mm-hmm. is all this makeup line, all this other stuff, which the O taught her to do. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, and again, what I want to say and too, and the Oprah lingerie line didn't really kick off. Like no, it, it did not. Much. It done. I mean, it had a market, but not a huge. Mar- well, it actually was a huge market, but but not a lot of people. It just didn't sell uh, like the Rihanna line. Well, let, let's go with this, and I want to say this loud and clear: You're living in a time. If you are out there and you're listening to this show or you're watching this show, and you are a woman and you are a minority, according to for some reason our obsession with ethnicity. Apparently, you actually can be very successful in this country. Rick, and I'm going to tell and, you. Yeah, and, and I know you're being told you can't, but that's just not true. It may it may be a different road. It might have some difficulty. Uh, but if you'll keep on pursuing a free market that, uh, that offers you uh, maximum liberty, and then through that maximum, maximum liberty, regardless of, of anything that may be standing in your way, you can maximize your God-given potential. Uh, regardless of where you come from or whatever your gender may be, so um, I know there's a lot of people out there saying that it, there, there, there's there's you have no hope if you're a, a female and minority. That just simply isn't true. So don't buy into that. Yeah, you know the free market. Everybody is not going to flourish, and <laughs> I got that. But boy, the ones who can move up can do incredible things. And you don't have to be a billionaire to mm-hmm. be successful. There's right. a lot of people that. Uh, never never get to that level that are very successful and happy people and then on the other end of the spectrum i'll tell all of you out there just because you're white doesn't mean you're inherently evil so don't buy into that either yeah no i would say we're you know what i would say we're all inherently blessed to be living in the united states of america Mm -hmm. yes and have the opportunities we have let's not give them away right so (laughs) i know there's a lot of racket about all that but just kind of don't don't let that get in your head and you start buying into that kind of uh propaganda which is what it is you know, there was one of the, the ladies that won a medal the other night, and she may have been in wrestling. We need to play that today. Uh, cause, because <laughs> she's going to be canceled. You, it's excellent. Well, you see you see a lot of these people, uh, and many of them are, are minorities or underserved folks that have protest against the United States or the flag or whatever. They're unhappy and, you know, turning their back. We've seen all that. But this lady was ecstatic and yes. gave, I mean, she gave a speech about living yeah. in America that'll make you want to stand up and yeah. cheer. But she's from somewhere else, right? Isn't she an that immigrant I don't know. here? I just know it was four yeah. minutes of joy. She couldn't believe it. It's, it, it's almost like, uh, hey, America, well, you got it good here. You just don't realize it. Should we hurry before uh, uh, Facebook? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Facebook you might well, well, Rick, this has been out for, yeah. for at least, what, 24, 36 hours, right. and it's not being played anywhere. Right. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. what well, we well, sadly, because he can't play. The fifth narrative. The Olympics. Ah, we play it. the audio. I think <laughs> doesn't fit. Uh, well, I've seen it. it. People are posting it all over social. Can yeah. you? I don't know. Well, I know. I know they're posting it, but with us and YouTube, I just didn't. Know. No, no, no. I was just saying you can almost read. What yeah, you said. Oh, I mean, yeah. All, all, all of her quotes are out. Yeah, there. it's it's but, short um, and sweet. When she asked, they're asked about. She's asked about <clears throat> the American flag draping over and and how prideful she her, is. Her passion doing. It. I mean, <clears throat> it's a shame we, if we can't because they, I mean, they we didn't a, read it, but you don't get the full full blunt of it unless you. Is this it? They did that. Yeah, they did the story on her, and she said she said she brought two things. She said she brought two things to the Olympic Village, and that was her karaoke machine and her gaming console. And so she'll go down to the lobby and start to crank up the karaoke machine and go down there and all the because they can't go anywhere. I mean, yeah. between all their uh, right. you know events, they she can't brought do her own anything. entertainment. Right. Yeah, she is. And if you criticize down. her singing, she gets you in a half Nelson. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, she'll just throw you down. <clears throat>
She's stout. Do we have her exact quote there. on anything? Can we? What can we? Do? Her excitement about it, and she talked about how hard that these athletes work. Just the mm-hmm. whole work ethic discussion she had, just mm-hmm. in talking about how much she loves her country and loves supporting her country. I'm sorry. No, uh, no you're I, fine. I got 50 seconds of audio. I think if we do just audio, I think we'll be okay. I think so too. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> of course, I surprised myself. Just by the grace of God, I'm able to even move my feet. Like I just leave it in His hands, and I pray that all the practice that the hell that my freaking coaches put me through pays off and every single time it does and I get better and better and it's so weird that there is no cap to the limit that I can do and I'm I'm excited to see what what I have next last question for you that American flag around your shoulders looks pretty good how does that feel to represent your country like this it feels amazing I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there I love it and I'm so happy I get to represent U.S.A. <laughs> Love it. Well, well said. Congratulations. Enjoy that gold, and we'll see you out there on the podium, okay? So there you go. Um, Boy, that is so refreshing compared yeah. to some of the things you've seen. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. coming out of the Olympics. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, and and, it, and she was asked about it specifically. Yeah, yeah. And then, and of course, uh, that 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 does not fit the narrative. So based on and the, you know, she's a woman and she's uh, a minority, she's not allowed to say these things. Right. Uh, you're not supposed to be celebrating this country. And, and there's some people that are taking issue with folks that are not happy with people who are not patriotic. They say, well, you're being racist, whatever. Well, look, I, I like what she says right there, okay? And that, well, that's, that's, <laughs> that is the American attitude that I grew up with. And I'm, I'm proud of her, and I'm, I'm proud that she is a fellow American. 15 minutes to the top of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG-MORE. Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. 866. We mean big is our number. She's moving, she's grooving, dancing until the music stops now. As we come back, uh, we will do our pandemic update. A couple of videos for you. We'll start with Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, is going to speak um, common sense. Um, uh, he kind of has the odd... Uh, view that uh, people should make their own decisions and the government does not will not mandate these things but uh, he's become of course uh, he's being vilified by the, the Biden administration and so he's going to point out something very obvious that he really doesn't uh, think he's going to take any uh, advice from the Biden administration because uh, the way they are speaking about his state is crazy inconsistent because of the way they have left the southern border open. So here's uh, Governor DeSantis. 
if you're trying to deny kids a proper in-person education, I'm going to stand in your way and I'm going to stand up for the kids in Florida. If you're trying to restrict people, impose mandates, if you're trying to ruin their jobs and their livelihoods and their small business, if you are trying to lock people down, I am standing in your way and I'm standing for the people of Florida. So why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about COVID from you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, now. He, uh, he talked about, he says, when you look at the border and, and, and President Biden lecturing me or anybody in the Biden administration, he said this border has people roaring in from all over the world. Then we put them on buses. We put them on airplanes. They are not tested. They are not vetted. And he said, really, Mexico is the fewest, uh, is yeah. the lowest number uh, as far as countries coming in. They're coming from all over the world. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you're talking about a global pandemic and you're going to lecture the state of Florida while leaving the southern border open, he said, I'm sorry. You heard him. He said, I don't want to hear a blip from you. Yeah, That's crazy. Well, it doesn't make sense. And you, you've seen the numbers that they are telling us are coming across the border. Yeah. There's no telling how many really is coming across the border. The numbers that they're letting out is astronomical, Rick. Right. I mean, it is an invasion. Right. It, it's not, it's not uh, you know, immigration anymore. It is an invasion. It's just, and while we're telling people that they got to have vaccinations and that they got to be tested and Jimmy Jim, and this is wide open Harem, scare them. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. So also, uh, Bill de Blasio, uh, our, our favorite comrade, mm-hmm. uh, the, the communist mayor of New York City, uh, no surprise here, uh, New York City will become the first U.S. city to require proof of at least one dose of uh, coronavirus vaccine for a variety of activities, including indoor dining, gyms, performances. Uh, here is the quote uh, from the horse's mouth. So today I announce a new approach, which we're calling the Key to NYC Pass. This is a miraculous place, full, literally full of wonders. And if you're vaccinated, all that's going to open up to you. You'll have the key. You can open the door. But if you're unvaccinated, unfortunately, you will not be able to participate in many things. That's the point we're trying to get across. The Key to NYC Pass will be a first-in-the-nation approach. It will require vaccination for workers and customers in indoor dining, in indoor fitness facilities, indoor entertainment facilities. This is going to be a requirement. The only way to patronize these establishments indoors will be if you're vaccinated, at least one dose. The same for folks in terms of work. They'll need at least one dose. This new policy will be phased in over the coming weeks. So we've been working with the business community, getting input. We're going to do more over the next few weeks. The final details of the policy will be announced and implemented in the week of August 16th. There you go. You know, again, from a PR standpoint, if you have a portion Mm. of your population Mm. that is not vaccinated and you think it is in the greater public health to get them vaccinated, they're not doing it because they have fears of the government being overreaching or this thing not being, you know, fully okayed by the FDA. I mean, there's a whole litany of, and y'all all know them, you've heard them. I don't think the way you calm those fears is to tell everybody they have to be vaccinated. Are they, can- That's just, or, or you get to do nothing. Or you cannot participate in New York City. Yeah, you're, you're out of New York City. Remember, Uncle Joe was going to send people door to door. Y'all, 
That's not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Let me, and let me show you, this is a running theme. Um, during the Obama administration, President Obama, he said he didn't want guns. Uh, we got too many guns. He didn't want guns on the street. So every time he would get up and talk about banning guns, guess what would happen? Gun sales would be, records would be set every time. So if you really have a goal that you're working towards, sometimes you're just not very smart in getting there. And these people, I thought, were smarter than that. I mean, if you're president, if you're the mayor of New York, I know he's a communist, which means you're not very smart to begin with. Right. But uh, at least he's in the ruling class, so he's getting to tell everybody what to do. He'll be fine. Um, It just seems like they don't really get the way to Mm -hmm. do this. You know why? They want to do it this way because this is their dream. This is what they love. They like forcing their opinion on people and Mm -hmm. breaking them down, Mm -hmm. and you submit to their will. Um, If you will just let the unvaccinated who are suffering the repercussions of being unvaccinated speak for themselves. They can convince everybody. But I I submit to you, you're working against that that natural movement out there where people go, you know, I had a relative and, you know, it didn't go good. We should have got vaccinated. And I want to be vaccinated. I think it's safe. Right. And they're moving that way. And then all of a sudden you have a mandate you hit them with. Yeah. Guess the wrong, what? The wrong thing they put do. it back in neutral. <clears throat> y- y'all, Rick, please. These people have to be smarter than this, right? I mean, what is really the the goal here? Is it just to be able to put your thumb on people because they're not approaching this very smart? They haven't. As a matter of fact, the pandemic has been fumbled in about every single way it could be fumbled, with the exception of getting a vaccine done quickly which was on research that had been going on for 20 years, so it really wasn't an overnight thing. But the way they turned it out, it's just odd to me. Well, and and we talked about this, and one of the things you're never going to hear them say is one of the parts of our country that is the most concerned about the vaccine is the African-American community. Uh, The the African-American community is shying away from it and uh, and concerned about it. And and what's their main concern? Well, we've seen what the government can do sometimes, yeah. and this is not helping. And, and, you know there, I mean? and in all fairness, there is history to, to back up those Absolutely. fears from yeah. the Tuskegee days. Now, I do not think this vaccine is no, set out to I, I do don't that. either. I don't. But either. I'm just I'm talking about what you're saying, marketing this the right way. They ought to be sitting doing exactly this. Here, here's the facts. We got a lot. We got people in intensive care, and we got people passing away. Ninety nine percent, or whatever the percentage is today, it's still like 97, 99 are people that are unvaccinated and have antibodies. That, that's the facts. If, and talk to your doctor about, uh, about the vaccine and about the options you have and make the wise decision. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, here's Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here and ready for another hour. We thank you for joining. Uh, can, can I give you one more za- example of what we were talking about no. last segment? Sure, just, just one right quick. Sure. If and this is we're talking about the government's approach to vaccinations. Yeah, and we have Arkansas, which, which I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Uh, I know there's a lot of questions we don't have answered, but 
it, it has been very successful getting rid of the alpha strain. Um, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I am a responsible vaxxer, and that's we'll move to getting vaccinated when my antibodies drop. But, but I'm that's, fr- that's kind of where I am. Right Bubba, now. I'm sorry there's no tribe for that. I know. Yeah, you, you don't have a tribe. Okay, so <laughs> let's say there's been a terrible natural disaster, hurricane, tornado, you name it. People are homeless. It's disaster, and you're, you're out there wandering through the street going, what am I going to do? And you have the government set up with two big tables, okay? At one table, they say, we have water if anybody wants water, free water. Come right here, you get free bottles of water. Over on the other table, they grab somebody, they're holding them down, and they're pouring water down their throat and holding their nose so they'll swallow it, like they're waterboarding them. Which table (laughs) are you going to go to? That's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And you're absolutely Not the waterboard. 100% right. Seriously. I mean, C student. C Charlie, C, student, mm-hmm. why is this so complicated? All right, so here's Arkansas. Arkansas has put an advertisement out, and we'll, we'll see how they do. The state of Arkansas, they're trying to convince people to get vaccinated, and, and, uh, and this, this is their approach, and let's, let's see how this one looks. Because we're, we're trying to help, aren't we? Yeah. I mean, I'm coming to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. Because if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Okay. I mean, I tell you, that's, I mean, it just makes sense. Did he say what he what his, what his business was? He's a hustler. Well, he's a hustler. Did we just get a drug dealer to go on behalf of the COVID vaccine? <laughs> we, he really didn't give complete details yeah, about his, his uh, entrepreneurial business. But, look, let's take it at face value. You're not offended <laughs> by that commercial. You're not scared by that commercial. You start thinking, you know, that probably makes sense. I mean, I find myself gravitating toward that's a good message. Right, I, I, that's believable. They're also trying. It's a to, good argument. Mm-hmm. I mean, the numbers show that Black Americans are, there's a very high percentage that do not want to take the vaccine. I know. and I haven't. And I, and I think that they're trying to address that by saying here, here is somebody who's mm-hmm. hustling, who's getting after it, who happens to be black, mm-hmm. and he's not afraid of it. He thinks it gives him the protection he needs. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just don't understand why we don't sell it that way. Bubba's analogy was is is spot on. Anytime you have, like I said, and, and most Americans, not all, there's still there are some that are drifting, and for some reason, seem to like the idea of socialism and communism. Probably they like it because they've never actually lived in it. But, hmm. but there's still a strength. Just that that, as I said many times, Patrick Henry's bloodline. There's still Americans are easily, and it, it's not as severe as it once was, but it's still here. They get spooked, rightfully so. When they feel like that a government is growing and getting more and more tyrannical and the government says, line up here, take your shot, or you can't do anything. That's the worst, to your analogy, Bubba, that's the worst marketing. It's just terrible. I know a lot of you think, well, I'll show them. No, all that does is, all that does is make them. That, see what we're talking about? This is exactly what they're trying to do, take over. And, and, and you, you need to sit down and have a real conversation like we do in our house. All right. Try to be honest and open and transparent. I know it's tough. Right. I know it's tough for you, government. Right. We sit down at our house and we say, everybody here who has the natural antibodies still, and we've tested our antibodies and we do, I do not buy that the natural antibodies are not as effective 
as the vaccine. And if you listen to the people who are telling the antibody people, well, they don't say antibody, people who have already had alpha, you still need the vaccine. If you listen, they're not saying because the antibodies won't do the job. They're saying you may not have the antibodies anymore. So, But I can test and see if I do. And you know what, yeah. Rick? That is a fair yeah. argument. Sure. It's a fair question. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that question. Now, I do not believe it's been scientifically proved because I've, I've heard both arguments that if you still do have the natural antibody, that it's not as good as the vaccine. I don't think that's true. Well, here's the uh, thing. I, I, How about this? But I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, but I, don't re- know. But I have I, to trust somebody. But I researched that for myself, and I hear the, the, the people talking about it, and I say, but I, because it makes sense to me. I understand why you would still say, look, guys, go ahead and get vaccinated anyway, because as I said, you, you're saying we know what the vaccine does. And we, we, we got a good idea what your antibodies do, but we don't know how long you have them. Okay. But, but, don't, but don't do the thing that you, you, you know, you, you, they make bad mistakes. Here. Oh, the vaccine's got much broader protection than your, than your natural antibodies. It really doesn't. I mean, there's no. Well, we were told that, Rick, yeah, by, by professionals. But, you know, I think a lot of the doctors are in the same boat we are. Yeah. I think they're getting so much mm-hmm. conflicting information, they don't know what to believe. But then you listen to the credentials of Peter Callahan. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Peter McLaughlin. What's his, what's the guy out of uh, tech, the guy who we – A&M. I, yeah, I can't Houston, think. Baylor. Oh, yeah, is it McLaughlin? McLaughlin, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was yeah. Peter McLaughlin. And he's got – McCullough. McCullough. Thank yeah. you. McCullough. And he, At first, I thought you were talking about the track star we saw yeah. the other night. <laughs> well, we, I think McCullough. that's what yeah. through yeah. McCullough. And he says – Somebody help us. He says with credentials just as impressive – as the person says, well, we think it has brought. But the reason why I, I know that the natural antibodies in my in my own assessment, yeah. the reason why there really isn't inconsistency if you'll listen. What he's saying is your natural antibodies will protect you as good, if not better, than the vaccine. That's just science. And the ones who say we'll get the vaccine anyway, they're not saying anymore it gives you a broader protection. They were saying that in the beginning. Right, what yeah. they're saying now is, well, we don't know how long you have them. Yeah. They've kind of dropped the it has a broader yeah. uh, protection. Now, we were told that earlier. You're right, and from by the same doctor mm-hmm. uh, who had heard and it. they're right. Who had heard, some degree. Who had heard it from yeah. another doctor. But they've dropped. If you'll listen, they, that's not the narrative anymore. It is, we don't know how long you'll have the natural antibodies. And you know what? I can go, okay, that, that, that sounds reasonable. So then you go, well, okay, I'm unvaccinated and I've never had it. Okay, well, then – then you need to sit down and go. Well, here, here's here's options for you. Um, you you probably can't live your life as openly. Uh, your odds of catching it are probably pretty high. Uh, but if you catch it, uh, try to find a doctor that will will treat you with the treatments that we have to keep you out of the hospital. If that's the choice you want to make, just understand the choice you're making. You, you're going to be at the mercy of whether this works for you or not, and. In some cases, doctors have had great success with this, but some doctors don't go that route. They, they, I, I do think we need to stop waiting on people to get pneumonia before we start treating them, especially when we have treatments available we didn't have at the beginning. And then you say to them, or you could get the vaccine, because what we're seeing with the vaccine right now is it is true that people with the vaccine are still testing positive for the variant. That is true. Don't hide that and say, but. As of right now, they don't seem to head to the hospital or have a tough time with it, so we think it's still serving a purpose that is important. Not everybody get in line and get your vaccine or you're not going to be allowed to do anything, and we, the government, is going to tell you what to do, and you better do what we say, 
And if you don't believe this, look at this uh, this this new uh, propaganda campaign we have to try to scare you. Yes, it, it should uh, be called "Key to Being an Idiot." See the the government, the government I mean, where, where the government people a, are wrong. What a goofball. Where the government people are wrong is they think they can scare people into getting the vaccine, but all that does is scare them not to get it because it's coming from the government. Right. Bubba just said it. You know, you know the people I've seen that have gotten the vaccine are now considering it who weren't before. When someone they know says, "Hey, I didn't get it," and or my loved one didn't get it, and you know, looking back, we probably should have because they're in intensive care right now, or they passed. Mm-hmm. Now, see that that makes somebody go, "Okay, well, you know." And then, but again, let's not ignore. Some people say, "I'm still willing to try to be treated early, even if I get it. I just not comfortable." with getting the vaccine and my risk benefit, I think I'd, I'd rather take my chances with COVID and treatments than with the vaccine. And people ought to have the right to make that choice. Uh, and if, if you start forcing either one of these treatments on somebody and say you don't have the, the right to choose your own way, that's when people start pushing back. And, and I think if you'll let people make an educated choice, you'll see the numbers go up on people who are willing to get a vaccine if they're just simply told the truth and we stop all these scare tactics and propaganda because that actually spooks them even more. And, um, and so the, the way that, it, that we're marketing it right now, like you, you, don't, you don't do things like put a headline out where a doctor is supposedly saying to a patient who's dying, it's too late for you now. You, you don't do that kind of stuff. You, you let you let people who are in real life situations tell the real life story. Have have heartfelt testimonies and talk to each other and work it out. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is the number. Thank you for being with us, and uh, still to come, will a meet could happen today, definitely tomorrow if we don't get it done today, uh, so be paying attention to that. Uh, another uh, edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, we'll record that today. Uh, we'll also check in with former intern Firestone, uh, Lance Ingram, also who brings us the character Dr. Lou, uh, about the new 42-day devotional that uh, he has just released. Uh, we did the pre-orders and had a great time with that, but today it is officially dropping and we'll talk to him about that and you can go grab that and even talk about some of the feedback that we're getting Bubba, you you have to love this uh this great parenting today mm-hmm. have you seen this now we all know the times that we're, we're growing up in and uh, can i tell you it's funny you know how and, and i don't really like this feature but every now and then it allows you to and i don't even know how i would find it now because i'm not even sure what it was called uh good old days or something like that but you know how the, now what Instagram does, if you go to Instagram just to even see like what the show put up today or whatever, you know, check in on that, it gives you a never-ending would you like to follow these people. You you have to hit view older posts to get mm-hmm. back to where you were. Right. They're always trying to get you to follow something new. Well, there, there's one, and I don't know what it's called, but the person keeps listing things like what it was like when they were a kid, and it's our life, it's the same life we did, and they were talking about the pre technology days and they were thankful they got to have a a childhood like that one of them was and it showed a cartoon of a kid sitting in front of the tv with a bowl of cereal sitting next to him it says saturday morning cartoons no, nothing but me a bowl of cereal wondering what the next cartoon oh, yeah. uh-huh. you know what i mean and yeah. all that and then the other one was he, he 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 or she i don't know who does it listed all the things they did on a summer day 
and it was all the stuff that we did growing up and, and said, I'm so thankful that I, that I was a child before all of this stuff. Oh, yeah. So, so the world, the, the, the thing that we hear now about is influencer and oh, yeah. hey, I'm an influence, Bubba, oh, yeah. I, 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 I was a, I was a influencer. <laughs> Rick, okay. I, you know I openly weep that kids today didn't get to grow up in the 80s like that. I know. The greatest decade mankind has ever seen. Well, here mm-hmm. is uh, Fernanda, I think Pandemic, are you kidding me in the 80s? Yeah. <laughs> What's For, that? Uh, you're right. Forget it. Fernanda Canner has deleted her daughter's Instagram and TikTok accounts, and you think to yourself, well, good for her. No, no, no. no. It's bigger than that. <laughs> this daughter, who's 14 years old, has 1.7 million followers. Whoa. Say what? What does she do? 1.7 million followers and is considered, or was considered, uh, an influencer. I mean, uh, who is she? Sunni Lee? Right. And, uh, mm. and, and she has deleted these because she says, she's in Brazil, says, uh, I've taken this drastic step and deleted my daughter's social media accounts after describing TikTok and Instagram as unhealthy. I agree hmm. with that. She says, uh, I do not want my daughter, Valentina, judging herself and sitting there and obsessing over the online feedback. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that you hear even on the, the documentary. So she pulled the plug. Social Dilemma and all this. And yeah. I've, I've heard some other people talking about it in some of these podcasts that we've got now, the rise and fall of Mars Hill and yeah. all that. Yep. You know what they're all saying? We honestly didn't know what we were creating. <laughs> we really are Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. We, we right. did not know. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Greg Burgess has taught me to look at this thing right. like your own uh, mm-hmm. The Matrix. Yes. There you go. What if this is an ingenious campaign by this girl to now have 2 million followers? Because going back to our example of vaccine a minute ago, when you tell people you're going to delete it and do away with it, what will they want? They want to be on that account. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Well, you know what? This is ingenious, by the way. Before you and Greg ruin my moment, can Last I enjoy one. someone who appears to be parenting? <laughs> Let's check with her in a month. Rick, but, give her a month. We'll but, check back. Because, because and if it turns out she's not. But listen, here, here's another great line that we've said a thousand times. My role for my daughter is not to be her buddy. It is to be her mother. Amen. I like that. Amen. Like Amen. She Amen said that. I, she said, I don't think it's healthy, even for an adult, much less a teenager, to base her self-discovery on online feedback. That's right. So I stepped in to be a mother, not her buddy, and I have deleted it. I really don't care how many followers she has. How about that? And um, so so this is um, – Until it gets to 2 million, we mm-hmm. go ahead and keep it. She <laughs> said, I knew it was time to delete my daughter's uh, accounts. Here we go. Well, if you, if you uh, delete uh, an account, you can't, you can't follow them. But listen, listen to this. So this is I'm imp- beginning to see what's happening yeah, here. Yeah, this is important because she says this, Bubba. Listen, this is important for all of you out there parenting through this as well things to look for. She said, I knew it was time to delete it when I went to my daughter's account and I logged in and I see 30 identical selfies and little dances uh, that mm-hmm. she had put up 30 of them in one, in one day. Wow. Oh, wow. And she said, uh, it's a lot uh, of dancing. she said, was, was my move radical? Yes. Was it necessary? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think her. I'd be a TikTok sensation. You know, I think you would. I think too. you would, Bob. Give mm-hmm. it a shot. But but I want to study and Bubba today just for in case y'all wonder how's that going. It's, uh, he's quite the character. <laughs> Listen to this. Listen to this. Even though she was getting a chance to make money because she had 1.7 million. Yeah. She says I don't want her advertising clothing made in China. I don't want my brilliant daughter making money by daily dancing like a trained baboon. There you go. Hmm. There you have it. So there you go.
I like it. Um, so you thinking Bubba daily dances? Is that what you do? Thirty of them a day? Yeah, I doubt I'd do that many. What would right you do on. to get those? You, you know, twelve. I think uh, I think daily dancing would be right up there. You know, mm-hmm. you know, do a few of these things like everybody does. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever all that is, <laughs> right? Answer so, uh, questions. Okay, <laughs> y'all so, seen that before? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's. Uh, <laughs> It is. Uh, it's. It's a. It's a wild world out there. It but is. I, I, this is. I, th- there was a time when this kind of behavior from a parent would not be a news story. <laughs> I know. No, no, that, that's a fact. It's, it's like just being yeah. a regular parent. Yeah. Uh, there was a time when all parents understood that the goal was not to be your teenager's buddy. Yeah. Because they need some help. They need some guidance. They need some wisdom. And we know what it was like to be goofy like that. And it doesn't mean they can't be brilliant. It doesn't no. mean they're not wonderful. Doesn't mean they can't, it, don't it, have a bright future. Yeah. It just means that. Uh, all in good time, right? You 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 work with them and Young try to pad one. Yeah, now it's not it's not fun. I will I will say this. I, I will admit that it's exhausting, and sometimes yeah. it's it might be easier not to fight these kind of battles. But again, uh, you'll fight you'll fight others down the road. Yep. That 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 you wish. How you many would. followers did she have? One point seven million. Good night. Mm-hmm. Yep. There you go. Well, mm-hmm. I bet she. Mom was said, making, I bet "Sorry." She was, I bet she was making quite a bit of money off that. Probably doing pretty well. But she says, is this the goal? So TikTokers, I, how much would that make you if you, you had that money? Yeah, you know what she Somebody said? She, she, what she said, she said, my daughter actually has the potential to be quite brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I and think, this seems to be yeah, holding that up. Even though you're making money, the way you're making money, you're better than that. Yeah. 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 Is this what you're going to do? Yeah. Right. You're going to dance on TikTok? I mean, so... Um, and if somebody could get the same news to Britney Spears, that'd be great. Yeah, wow. boy, boy, boy. If somebody could help Britney right now, if she would just down the ball, she's going to get her money. You know, but she just can't. Why does she have to run into rounds all the time? If, if social media Fun. never be invented, Britney would have her money back right now. <laughs> Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. The gang's all here, 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show, I'm glad that you uh, are with us. We hope you, you know, made this choice, but if someone's forcing you to listen to us or watch, we'll take you in the way we need So, if you remember, uh, we did the big pre-order uh, on the 42-day devotional United for Victory, Lance Ingram. Uh, who uh, you know best on the show in two ways, uh, former intern Firestone, uh, but also uh, plays the role of Dr. Lou here on the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, he assembled it, directed it, edited it, put it all together, went on the three-year journey to gather these 42 men to get each one of them to do a daily devotion about a different topic. And today, Lance Ingram, you join us again, and we are excited today, the official drop day uh, for this 42-day devotional, this this labor of love, this three-year journey, congratulations, buddy! Hey, man, I'm I'm honored to be on the show, and you guys have been way too kind with promotion and allowing me to come on the podcast and and all that. And you know, it's it is incredible to sit here now after three years of work and be able to say that hey, the books are in hand, we're ready to ship them out. We've already seen a a huge 
uh, uh, interest and and uh, just uh, a lot of a lot of pre-orders. And so now we're just ready to to get the word out there and let you know that hey, it's available. You know, I want to know has Doctor Lou endorsed this book? So yeah, yeah. Has, uh, has Doctor Lou? You endorsed- know, here's here's the thing. You know, I mean, how in the world could you possibly figure out a better biblical resource than this dynamic biblical leadership collective with one book featuring forty two real men, forty two personal stories, and forty two timeless truths? I mean, goodness gracious! <laughs> you know, that is so funny to see you do that without your your, your get up on. You know, I know without the wig. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, you know, you know what's funny is you know Lou Holtz. Uh, we we joke about Lou Holtz. Uh, he he actually is uh, has has had many many speeches that have pointed to Jesus and faith in Jesus. And and it's funny because we actually this resource it it is it's one book featuring forty two real men, forty two personal stories, and forty two timeless truths. All imperfect men. Hey, we we're all imperfect. You guys, especially, um, yeah. I started uh, up too. Um, true that. Yeah, but but every every man, every man in this book, hey, they're just men, uh, but we're all pointing to one man who is who is not like any other man. He's fully God and fully man, and that's Jesus Christ. And and my passion <clears throat> is for Jesus and uh, leading men to Jesus in any way we can. And really, uh, this whole project centers on the verse of Revelations 12, 11, which is, hey, we defeat our spiritual enemy who is real. We defeat the accuser by the blood of the lamb, which is Jesus, and the word of our testimony, which is how our story bridges the gap between our lives and Jesus. And so how do we point to Jesus with our lives? And that's really what this book is, is 42 different men coming together to do that. And this is what's cool is uh, this this book actually is intended to utilize the influence of men from many different professions and culture, athletes, coaches, businessmen, entrepreneurs, musicians, entertainers, authors, and pastors to, to do just that, to leverage the truth of God and glorify him in the process. So I'm looking over the list here, Lance, and I know we touched on some of these uh, in, in the past, but for those of you that may be hearing about this for the first time, and it is available now, we have it in show notes, warriorunited.com uh, slash united. That's warriorunited.com slash united. And we also have that in show notes today. But you've got uh, Tua Tungavaloa uh, is talking about uh, the Word of God. Uh, you've got Kirk Cousins talking about influence. Uh, Dave Ramsey, what do you think his topic is? Uh, I bet it's finance. Money. Right? Money. It's, it's, it's money. Great. <laughs> yeah, you got Daniel Carlson is talking about excellence. James Spann uh, talks about words. Uh, you've got Rich Wingo, who's been on the show many times. He's talking about freedom. Gene Chiswick on discipline. Mark Oz Geist is in here. If you you know remember the Benghazi hero, uh, he's talking about fight. Uh, Michael Cat, who just uh, retired as pastor over at Sherwood, is talking about contentment. Uh, Nick Williams on joy. I'm just I'm just picking. There's many more. And uh, what's Rick Burgess talking about? Uh, what is Rick? Rick's talking about surrender. And of course, as we all expected, Bill Bubba Bussy on day 17 is given the topic of communication. Yeah. The master yeah. of the king's English. <laughs> yeah, mine mine's kind of a change up there, a little change up pitch. So. <laughs> That's uh, and and there's there's many others in here. So let me ask you this, Lance. Since we had the pre-orders, uh, and and some went ahead and did the the special we did where they wanted. Uh, Bubba and you and me to sign those. We sent those out. They were 
right at a thousand of those, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the swelling in my hand just yeah. went down. And then, uh, the, oh, by the way, Mac Powell in here too on prayer. Yeah. Awesome. CJ Blunt, purity. Uh, but anyway, so if you, if you by now people have them in hand. I've had people send me pictures of them and, and right. things like that. Right. What What is the early feedback that you're getting? Uh, share that with us for those that, that are, are yet to get it. Honestly, Rick, this is a – I've heard, in fact, just somebody yesterday, it's a perfect example, said – and this is from actually a pastor saying this is a home run. And to, to have a pastor saying it's a home run is, is a great – is a, you know, great feedback and an encouragement to me. Um, and he said that uh, – his name was actually, actually Les Woodard, uh, and he, he said that it brings something to the table for everybody, yeah. for the man who – Maybe he is not even interested in church. And in fact, I want to touch on this because this is why we created this is to be able to go get outside of the church and reach the men who might not even they might look at a Bible and go, I, I you know, this is intimidating. It's it's just too much for me to to digest and for me to dissect and all that. And, and we wanted to create a resource that, hey, somebody out there might be looking to share the gospel or to just introduce the gospel in, in a young man or a, or a father's life. And this is the perfect way to do it because you're talking about all of these different uh, professions who um, and each of these different men who are going to garner credibility from white collar, blue collar, uh, from all kinds of men. I mean, think about this. The CEO of the Kansas City Chiefs uh, is is in this book talking about stewardship. And you think about just a man like that. Clark Hunt is his name. Yeah. Standing for Jesus. And the guy is worth, I mean, billions of dollars uh, and has seen huge success in sports, huge success in business. And that is the kind of influence we wanted to at least be there to introduce uh, the gospel to to men who need to hear it because you know there are tons of resources out there. I, I acknowledge that there are tons of resources out there that probably say some of the similar things. But in this devotional style storybook, uh, in this way of packaging it up, it's dynamic. It really is dynamic, and so we've gotten great feedback from from many people saying this is so cool. I'm gonna buy some more of them. I'm gonna share them with my with my small group. I'm gonna share them with my Uh, with my friends and I'll share them with my colleagues. And so, Hey, nobody has an excuse not to be able to share the gospel in a, in a unique engaging way with men. If they just pick this resource up. Yeah. And and I think you, you hit on it. And because, you know, when we're talking about trying to reach and disciple men, you have to understand that, that men and women are equal, but men are distinctly different as are, as are women. And one of the things that I run into all the time, and and we're trying to remedy that, and and you've been part of that as well, Lance, and all of us, is I think we spent too much time challenging men of what the Bible says we're to be without ever showing them how to do it. And and I think that's led to a tremendous amount of frustration. And so this is another one of those resources because men usually will say to me, hey, I got it, but where in the world do you start? And, and, And for some men, this is their first step into some sort of study of the Word of God because every every day has a Bible verse before the daily devotion. And yeah. to me, this is a great entrance into, like we look at a lot of the devotional stuff that we do and say they're almost like training wheels 
Now, do we hope yep. that this is going to lead to you being able to go through the Bible and 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 expository uh, teach it and learn it? Sure, but you got to start somewhere. And what That's happens? Right. What, what happens with a lot of men is we try to fire hose them, and so they just get frustrated and they give up. But on this, yeah. this is something that every day you've got something for yourself, mm. and then if you decide that you're ready to start doing this also with your family, because a lot of men are very intimidated by the role of taking their family through through a Bible mm-hmm. study, but this is something that you can do. Another thing I always advise from past mistakes and experiences, if you would like to start doing this with your children before they go to bed, the last thing you want to do is sit down while the kids are in bed and ready to go to bed and, and give them some 45-minute you know, uh, deal that they can't, they can't retain that nor yeah, can, nor right. can you. That's right. Yeah. So these are, these, these are little bites that hopefully will lead to you then being able to, to go further. And, and that is, that is a perfect way of saying it, Rick, because yeah. we want to give them a, a sample, just yeah. an appetizer of the Bible, because I'm telling you right now, when you taste the Bible, you're going to come back to it. Yeah, of uh, course. When you, taste, when you taste it. And so giving them a taste and giving the, and, and connecting it. Look, here's the thing. The Bible is so relevant. I, I think we look at it yeah. as something that is uh, in culture. will hey, culture will pitch it like this all day, every day, that it's outdated, outdated, that it's archaic, that it's irrelevant. And I'm telling you right now, uh, I think it's Jeremiah. I'm throwing this out there. I hope I'm right. I think it's Jeremiah 616 that says uh, we need to return to the ancient paths ancient paths, which is the word of God, which has been established from the beginning as the way uh, of living and the way to peace and purpose. And, you know, I want to touch on this this idea of unity, because unity is a powerful force because it leverages individual talents and individual gifts for compounding victory. Romans 12, four through six says, just as our bodies have many parts and each part has a special function. So it is with Christ's body. Each one of us has a skill to bring to the table an asset. We are many parts of one body and we all belong to each other in his grace. God has given us different gifts for doing certain things. Well, and I say this, Rick, the inner core of every man craves to collaborate with other men for a purpose greater than himself. And we all long to be a part of something big and high stakes. And this right here, this kind of unity, no unity outside of Jesus makes us feel more alive and significant than when we unite with other men for spiritual battles. That's it. Well said. Uh, as I heard a great Bible teacher say one time, all issues are biblical issues. Uh, this is a great. This is a great resource, Lance Ingram. Thank you, buddy. Uh, great job. And today, the official launch date: forty-two men, forty-two topics, united for victory. Assembled, directed, and edited by our own Lance Ingram. Get Congratulations, Lance. Well done, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Check it out. WarriorUnited.com/slash/united, or just go to show notes. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Here we go. Uh, we got seven minutes to the top. If you want to get in right now, phone troll, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available for you. Make a comment, ask a question, bring information to the table. We'll help you. Uh, and lines are available. If you move right now, you'll get in. Uh, and then we'll roll through them pretty quick because the old buzzer, and then the line will not be that long in front of you, and we'll pop on there, and here we go. i got a comment to make. got something i got to say. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. CandidCO.com uh, slash Bubba. If you're looking right now, it's saying, look, my grill concerns me, and I'm not talking about the one we cook on, your teeth. 
and I've, I've needed some help for a while, as opposed to the old school braces and all that, why don't you let them uh, give you these invisible, comfortable, and removable aligners, have an orthodontist, not a general dentist like some of the competitors do. Love, love my general dentist, uh, but he, his, uh, his or hers expertise is not tooth movement. You need an orthodontist. And uh, with CandidCO.com slash Bubba, an orthodontist is with you from the beginning to the end of the process. And so uh, $75 off the starter kit, and we'll get you uh, a free teeth whitening uh, if you'll use uh, our code at, at candidco.com slash Bubba using the code Bubba. Or you can find the link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. To the phones we go. We'll start with Rex in the great state of Alabama. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone troll. troll. Rex, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. I was wanting to know how come big women claim to be picky eaters, and but they're big. Is this is this guy's new thing? Is this what he's going to try? <laughs> yeah. It's. Um, I will tell you that the character you're doing. It's. I think it has some potential. Uh, but I. I think you're going to have to get to the yeah, punchline yeah. before Rick realizes who you are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if if it was killing, and and like I found myself side split laughing, mm-hmm. maybe. But 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 I'm not there yet. Mm. Uh, I do want him to keep trying though. Yeah, I really do. Okay. Not every day. Right. Maybe you know yeah. sprinkle. Yeah, once a week. Maybe. Some of y'all got to learn less is more. Uh, Chris Lake Martin, thirty seconds. Go, buddy. Morning, Megan. Hey. Question is: If all these people requiring the proof of having the vaccination, is that not a violation of HIPAA and disclosure of personal medical? Yeah, you know that that has been a an issue that a lot of people have brought up. And imagine if this was reversed, would we be allowed to ask people if they had AIDS? Right, that'd be highly offensive, highly offensive yeah. and illegal. Right. So why is this? The point is that the left continues to do things and then catch themselves in their own trap because they're always busybody doing stuff. Well, I, it, I just it's it's just crazy where this has got to. And DeSantis makes the point. Now these are the same people that say we shouldn't ask anyone to have identification when they vote. Yeah, but but they're telling you, you well, got, you got to have so much documentation about your vaccine, you right. got to carry a briefcase with you. Right. Uh, let's go to Toby and Leesburg. Toby, thirty and seconds. And I thought it was my body, my choice. We've been told that ad nauseum for years. What about it now? Yeah. yeah. And please don't say because this might affect somebody else because I won't stand. <laughs> yeah, either. that doesn't wash. <laughs> it doesn't wash, people. <laughs> Toby and Leesburg, go ahead. Hey, guys, it's actually Kobe with a C. Okay. Kobe, go ahead. Um, long-time listener from uh, Z93 Days down here. Uh, wow. My best friend's mom actually worked at 93 back in the day. Um, do you all remember playing a softball game out here in Leesburg mm-hmm. in the mid-90s? Sure do. Yes, sure yeah. do. I, I couldn't remember if I was remembering correctly or not, but I just remember being out here and seeing you guys play, and it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I don't remember the details of the game, but I remember. Yes, it is factual that, that our Rick and Bubba softball team, softball team played in Leesburg. Yeah, we uh, we played against one of the uh, the Mills up there, I think, at the time, and uh, possibly that was the team that had uh, Boo Jelks on it. If you remember, I don't. I don't remember that. Yes, yeah. extremely athletic. Mm-hmm. Boo Jelks, who we played against in high school, and still very uh, athletic at the time we played him. Leslie on I-65. <laughs> Leslie, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, guys. Um, when y'all were originally doing the story earlier about New York City requiring the vaccine pass, 
and my initial reaction was, man, my kids are not going to get up to go up there and experience it. That's something that they usually would be able to do in seventh or eighth grade with the middle school. But in reality, God, the Holy Spirit talked to me then and reminded me of something that my kids have had to remind myself of regularly in today's world. My kids are going to get to experience the things that I experienced growing up, but what really matters and truly matters is that they follow Christ and that we instill that in them. And I think that a lot of moms feel the same way and need to remember that as well. Because in the end, that's what matters is their relationship with Christ, not what they get to do here on earth. True. And and that goes back to think about even what we're saying. Look, there's a lot of things in the state of this world right now that uh, I wish that my kids had never experienced. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, if you, and, and maybe try to avoid some of the things that we think that, man, I hate they're going to miss out on that. You might want to be thankful they miss out on it. Uh, and, and that's not everything, but some things for sure. Let's go to uh, Jordan out of Scottsville. Jordan, uh, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm good. How are y'all? We're doing great. Hey, I wanted to mention uh, the New Zealand weightlifter, the transgender female, yeah. Laurel Hubbard. It appeared that she didn't even get one rep in during her competition. I saw that one coming. All right, Jordan, fire it in there. Uh, uh, no. uh, she did finish fact, last. Yeah, she <laughs> she didn't even get one lift up. And if you saw the video of it, it it just looked a little suspicious it to just, me. It's almost like she threw it on purpose so they would say, "See, it, it, it didn't matter." It, 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 I, and I I hate to be that way, but I know. But there's every, so many examples of how it does matter. Right. I don't. I don't know what who that knows. Would try to Nowadays, it. guys, nothing is off the table. No. I mean, nothing. Zero. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> chop of the hour. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's talk about uh, the category of what they call life disruptors. Now, what are these? These are things that have fundamentally changed the way that we live. Smartphones come to mind. Uh, you're watching me right now talking about this product on a streaming service, okay? So the streaming services, they've changed the way that we live and how we consume entertainment. Uh, well, what about life insurance? Uh, well, before Ladder, L-A-D-D-E-R, uh, the, the life insurance was done like this. You, you had to go across town. You had to sit through a sales pitch. You had to fill out a ton of paperwork and then wait six to eight weeks to find out if you've been approved. Then you start getting all the phone calls from other agents trying to bundle you into all these different whole life plans or combining it with your car insurance. Well, now with Ladder, you get fast, affordable term life insurance without ever leaving the home. And isn't that what we want? What will my loved ones receive if I pass? It's 100% digital. And when you apply for $3 million or less in coverage, no doctors, no needles, and no paperwork uh, are needed. So if you're between the ages of 20 and 60 and you need coverage and you want it now, then team up with a company that's redeeming life insurance. You need to choose Ladder. Go to Ladder, L-A-D-D-E-R, life.com slash Rick Bubba today and see if you're instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R, life.com slash Rick Bubba, ladderlife.com slash Rick Bubba.
Seven minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show coming into the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us. Will a meet get spin today? Tomorrow for sure if we don't get it in today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. The gang is all here for a brand new hour. Excited to be headed up to Huntsville, Alabama tomorrow night. Reman is the name of the gathering. They'll give you a barbecue dinner. Tickets are free. Uh, but they need to know if you're coming at Mountain Zion Baptist Church tomorrow night. Honored to be speaking to the men. You want details to that and grab your free ticket? Just go to rickandbubba.com and look under upcoming events for tomorrow night in Huntsville, the land of 100.3 The River. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubba Z. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for sharing a few moments with us each and every day. Now, we'd ask for five hours, sure. but we'll take what we can get. So, Bubba, a couple things. Uh, we've got uh, DeSantis is in the news again, this time involving pythons. Rick, I was just kind of laughing at the break. I was looking at, uh, at his Twitter account, and uh, he is announcing the winners of the 2021 Florida Python Challenge which resulted in the removal of a record 223 evasive pythons from South Florida. More than 600 people participated in the 10-day event. Now, of course, um, these Burmese pythons who people have brought into the country and released and now multiplied and took up in the Everglades uh, has wrecked the ecosystem down there and the biodiversity because they're not natural to that area, right. and they've taken out a lot of the small mammals. Yeah. Um, and uh, Florida has really been turning up their efforts to get rid of these things, but it's very difficult to do. So how else would you do it, Rick, then you have a challenge where you let people hunt pythons for 10 days? you got to love it. I 600 love it. people involved. And, and he, he, he congratulated the, the winner. Of the, so I guess the most snakes wins. <laughs> God. Yeah. Rick, I've never thought of the person with the most snakes winning anything, but you're trying to get them out of the, uh, well, uh, you know, out of the Everglades. So should I ask? Should I ask the terrible question? Are they killing them? Rick, I don't know what to do. With I them. know. I say the ought, I, the state ought to have a. a I, I, I hate a, to look a store down there where you can get belts and shoes. Yeah, because re, uh, relocating yeah. them, you're just causing a problem for somebody else. I yeah, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what you would do. You got to uh, kill them, right? You I know, mean, they're training dogs now to to find these things because they're they're very elusive. I mean, you can't just go out and hey, there they are. But you know, uh, they they have you know they're very elusive at getting away from predators and that's why they multiply so well but I, I i saw a story and i think we've talked about it where they're training dogs i think they're beagles that'll uh, that'll hunt them out and point them you know so people can go in and pick them are you, up are you just throwing in that it, it's beagles because we want it to be no I, I thought it was beagles we did that story i, I think they're training some of those here in our state is that's old gator he's on one <laughs> I love hearing them dogs. I do too. Uh, so, I don't like hearing them bark mm, when I'm trying to sleep, mm, which is the bad side of owning beagles because they'll make some noise. Yeah. Uh, but it, is there anything cuter than a beagle puppy? No, anything nothing, on the planet? Absolutely not. I mean, just cute little fella. Any shot you go on a Burmese python hunt? Negative. No, negative. No way. No. No. No, no way. No how. No. Even though they're going to take them out. 
No, Rick, that would probably be the closest thing to hell on earth I could imagine. Right, yeah. yeah. No way, Unless no I had how. a flamethrower. That's the only thing worse than a small snake is one of them big old giant ones. Yeah, yeah. Now, if I had a flamethrower, Rick, and and mm-hmm. I was free willing, mm-hmm. then I, that my, and they didn't mind a little fire down there, yeah. it'd probably be all right. So you'd burn the Everglades if you could, uh, just, just it, to get rid of every it, one. It's sections at a time, right? Yeah, <laughs> not all at once. Uh, all right. So uh, another note here: we were asking this question. Uh, you know the the Washington football team; they've dropped their controversial name uh, a year ago. <laughs> I, and I told Bubba, "This is such a good one." I, I told Bubba this. <laughs> I, if I could like rent an arena, I, well, how many seats would I need? And I want y'all to be well, it, just what you think. If I said this arena, I would like for everybody who's truly offended by tribal nicknames and or headdresses being worn at games. You, your 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 family is from one of our our, our tribes of, of of American Indians, and it and it really it really bothers you, and you're thankful for all this effort to eradicate all these names, and you would meet me at the arena, and those people who are highly offended and thankful could only come in. How big an arena do you think I'd need? <laughs> Not very big. You think, really we, you think we no. can get them in the golden ticket seats? <laughs> I mean, I just don't. Is there is there some big outcry? This is the world we live in now. It's like, now who's bothered by this? Well, some people. Yeah, Is it a lot of people? I mean, it, it just doesn't seem. But anyway, the Washington football team – if Rick, good news. If you're bothered by this, free vaccination. That's <laughs> the Washington football team bans Native American headdresses, face paint from FedEx Stadium. So uh, the Washington football team, if you went for years to see the Washington football team play, uh, if you were accustomed to getting out the Native American headdress or face paint, that has ended. It will not happen. Uh, well, were people still coming in this? I guess. Even though it's called the football team? I guess. And here's my other question. How is Kansas City on this? Because they do the same thing. They got right problems. Now. They got problems coming. Is it is it because they're winning and they're good mm-hmm. right now? Right. The, 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 I mean, what what is the deal? I mean, mm-hmm. they do the same thing, right? Well, now listen to this. I want you to listen here. Now, we know Florida State bought off the locals. Well, that's, that's, what, they got that's what I'm about to say. In this story, yeah. the team owner says that we will announce our new – mascot once we get all the trademark stuff done but we have worked with native american leaders during the process of finding a new name he recently announced that washington would not be choosing warriors that's out <laughs> mm-hmm. um rick so i don't see the the response to this the way they've handled it after swearing they would never change i don't i don't know that they're gonna go back down that road again. here's the things going on with the washington football team they have no name all right no headdress no face paint and they've had to do away with their cheerleaders in favor of a co-ed dance team they, mm-hmm. they're cleaning that place up mm-hmm. i'll tell you what they're leading the charge <laughs> you so. see how many is expected at their practice um i did not Twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. yeah for what uh, so it's the biggest crowd since the home finale in 2019. It's the largest gathering in the stadium since the organ- organization announced in 2020 it was dropping its former name, and they're seeking a new one. They, I mean, is that are they coming in there for the announcement of this, or are they just coming for practice? Practice. practice. And practice. They, they said that it said in 2021 uh, they will be known as the the football team again. Yeah, the Washington football. Boy, team. that fire, that's, that's that that fires the crowd up, doesn't it? I, I just. 
guys, feel goodism and this, go the, the, the hey, verse that uh, Lance gave us a minute ago. <laughs> feel goodism is is a muck, mm-hmm. and, and this this un, insincere fake world that we're living in. I mean, I'm I'm not the only one that sees it, right? <laughs> Y'all all see that there, this there's not an ounce of sincerity in any of this. It's all just a bunch of feel goodism and pretending to care about something that everybody knows you don't care about. Uh, we'll be back. Eight six six. We be big as the number. Check our website, Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and Have you have you looked in the Rick and Bubba store lately and checked out the Rick and Bubba swag? Some pretty cool stuff there. Uh, take a look, see, uh, and then grab something and wear your Rick and Bubba stuff pridefully, with the right kind of pride. You know, like the kind of proud to be part of. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and 21 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Much to do on the program going been illuminated it's sitting there positioned next to the avengers pinball machine the hand of truth gives it a big thumbs up the christmas pig bubba is smiling from ear to ear yes it is rick and uh we have litter up but we've done it safely rick we follow all the ieee standards international national state and local to be 100% safe with our electric current consumption. Here's how the will of me works. Uh, it is a giant will. It's located right behind me and uh, to my back. Bubba's facing it. It is illuminated. If you've never seen the wonderful will of me, you can catch it on our YouTube channel. Uh, and also we put things out on social media. Sometimes you can see it or uh, maybe you can visit us at an upcoming Rick and Bubba live show when those start back again. Now, on the on the wheel is Mead, of course. That's from harryanddavid.com. 1-800-Flowers has flowers on the wheel. Moultrie has got a feeder package on the wheel. Cord Buddy has a Cord Buddy on the wheel. Uh, we also have Rick and Bubba prizes that are on the wheel. Buzzbox Coffee, Blaze TV subscriptions. But there are some pitfalls. So not everyone is a winner. No. Not everyone. There's right. no guarantees, Rick, but everyone has the equal option yeah. and chance to win something. Speedy will spin. Speedy will spin this baby. We'll go uh, old school with that. Uh, all right, so uh, let's go. Yeah, Speedy, give me a check over there. I check a one, two. All right, got it. Uh, it looks a little weird over here, by the way. Uh, so uh, Bre- are you uh, familiar with Brendenburg, Kentucky? Brendenburg? You are, Greg? You don't know about Brendenburg, Kentucky. Well, well, Sounds Patrick, like a wonderful place. Patrick is calling us from Brendenburg. Uh, Kentucky, Patrick. How are you today, buddy? I'm good. How are you, fellas? Doing? We're great. So, We're how great. do you, how do you get the show there in Brendenburg? Uh, watch it on YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. Okay, good deal. There you go. All right. So you see that wonderful wheel. So tell Speedy what you want. Wow, what a wheel! I want some Moultrie. You want some Moultrie? Let's see what happens, Patrick. Greg's giving me a little snare action there. I feel like Greg's been practicing. Yeah! 
Buzz box, buzz box, buzz box. Right. Drink it. Drink. That sounds good. Too. Yeah, a delicious pound of buzz box coffee, the world's finest coffee, top one percent Arabica grade, uh, from the greatest coffee making nations all around the world. We'll send you a free pound. And if you love it, you can start subscribing, Patrick, and we'll send it right to you. 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. Thank you so much, Patrick. Thank you. See, see you, buddy. Thanks for listening or watching Stay on YouTube. Uh, you too, buddy. Stay in it! Stay in it! Let's go to uh, Augusta, Georgia, where oh. Joe is standing by. Joe, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are y'all? Good. What do you say to Speedy? Uh, wow, what a wheel. Let's go. Oh, Speedy. Joe, are you a big golf fan? Oh, uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I figure if you live in Augusta, yeah. you must be, right? Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Oh, no, come on. Come on. No. No, no. you got it. You got it. Yeah. Ooh. Flowers, flowers, flowers. Smell it. <laughs> Joe, uh, you've got a choice. Two dozen multicolored roses, two dozen red roses, or vibrant summer lily bouquet from 1-800-Flowers. Uh, let's do the uh, multicolor. All right, multicolor it is, the roses. Put you on hold and uh, just tell uh, Helmsy uh, where you want that sin, okay? I appreciate it. All right, thank you, buddy. Uh, all right, let's go to Meridian. James is standing by. James, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Fired up and ready. What do you say, Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. Reverse spin. There goes the reverse spin. All right, let's see. Let's see how this lands for James and Meridian. Uh, it is a chord buddy for you, my friend. Uh, just attach that baby to the neck of the guitar, and you'll be playing as soon as you get it. Uh, so uh, we'll send chord that to buddy. you. You're going to get the instruction book. You'll get the chord buddy. You get a free app. Uh, you get uh, lesson plan videos, the song book with over 100 songs. And we have to ask this question, with which hand do you strum? Right. Right-handed strummer, Bubba. There you All, right. Go. All right, we'll put you on hold, and uh, be sure and let uh, Helmsy know that, too. And Cord Buddy will send that right to you. Uh, there we go. We got another winner. Let's wow. go. Let's go to um, let's go to Kathy out of Calera, Alabama. Kathy, welcome. Uh, that's not Kathy, is it? We lost Kathy. Oh, now uh, sorry Where's about Kathy? that. Uh, let's go to Gary. Uh, Gary in Hayden, Alabama. <laughs> Gary, sorry, Kathy, your phone dropped. Uh, Gary, go ahead. Wow, what a whale! Yeah. Peaking a little early. Uh, Gary, Gary, Gary. Let's see how it lands for Gary. Speedy has spun it. Uh, Gary, you're looking good right here, buddy. You're looking good. Get, 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 Gary! Yes, yeah! Moultrie, Moultrie, Moultrie. Gary! So uh, you got the feeder package, right, oh, Speedy? Right. We're still feeders? Feeder. We're, still, we're still doing feeders. Thank you, Speedy. <laughs> <laughs> Do the impression of the guy that's trying to do the new character. Uh, so feed, feeder package it is. 30-gallon Pro Magnum tripod feeder, feed station, uh, feeder power panel. Get two 6-volt rechargeable batteries. Yeah, a $350 value. Yeah, uh, so yeah. well played, Gary. Cool. All right, let's put you on hold. And uh, enjoy Charge that when it comes to you, all right? Thank you, guys. Yeah. How about deer hunts? We'll be here before we know it. Uh, let's go to. Uh, we going to your place? <laughs> Negative. Let's go to Richard in Greenville, Alabama. Richard, welcome to Rick and Bob. Taking Bubba. a show on the road this year. <laughs> How are you, buddy? 
All right, beat them drums, Greg. Yes, boy. He didn't have I to be, can't hardly hear. He didn't have, he didn't have to be told that. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of hoping there's no room for him in the new studio. All right, here we go. What, what do you say to Speedy? Wow, what a wheel. What, what do you think that spin is, Speedy? What, what, what do you call that one? Uh, peekaboo, I don't know. Peekaboo's not bad, by the way. He's hiding behind it. All right, here we go. Let's go. Richard, 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 Richard. Oh, spatchler, spatchler, spatchler. Flip it. Oh, the world's greatest spatchler. I grilled yesterday using the spatchler. And when just when you when you get it out of the drawer, you're just like, you know what? Yeah, yeah. we're or take it off the hook it. or whatever. Yeah. it just means business, and so we'll put it's you on hold. Did you really? And most people do. I mean, they're, I they're, yeah, there's people. There's little kids out there dreaming one day maybe I'll have a Rick and Bubba spatula. All right, so send us a picture when you're grilling with it. We'll put you on hold and get some information from you, and we'll send that spatula right to you from RickandBubba.com. Uh, click on store, okay? Thank you, sir. Uh, now, thank you for listening to the Rick and Bubba Show. All right, so Bubba, we uh, did. Did we get all winners? I, I, I had a lot of winners there today. I, I, don't, I don't think we had any pitfalls at all. So everybody is a winner. Good job, Becker. Congratulations. Good, good job, Becker. I don't, I don't know where that voice came from, but uh, and Greg, nice work on the drums. If I, just a little bit louder. That's if I could do one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You got it. Will it meet unplugged? Now, let's leave it plugged in for the whole show. <laughs> leave her plugged up. I like the lot. Rick, it reminds me Christmas is just around the corner. That's right. If you're easily, uh, uh, watch out, seizure people looking at the will meet when you see it on the camera. Yeah, that or if you suffer from the weekend's new video. That's right. That one too. Still to come, more Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We are back, and we thank you for being with us. And we'll get us some more of your phone calls before the day is done. And we look forward to chatting. Uh, I do want to talk to you about GoodRx.com slash Bubba. GoodRx.com slash Bubba. Now, this is not insurance. The boy, can it help you? Prescription drugs are expensive, uh, and getting the care you need to stay healthy it shouldn't be that difficult to require that you take out a loan. Uh, so uh, why don't you go to goodrx.com slash Bubba, and they'll help you find the lowest price on prescriptions every time. Again, it's not insurance, but goodrx.com slash Bubba. Uh, with it, you can instantly compare prices for your prescription at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. That is huge. It's free, and it's easy to use, and many times, it's often cheaper than using your insurance copay or even Medicare. With GoodRx.com slash Bubba, find the discounts for your prescriptions at over 70,000 pharmacies at places like CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, Kroger, and more. Again, GoodRx.com slash Bubba. Uh, that's GoodRx.com slash Bubba. Uh, millions of Americas, Americans are using this right now to get affordable health care every month. The link also located at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. All right, so a little, little oddity here out of the uh, the celebrity world. A couple of them. Well, we're big 
rock singers. We got golden mm, fingers, and we're loved everywhere we go. Everybody. Like us. We sing about beauty, and we sing about truth. At $10,000 a show. All right. We take all kind of pills that give us all kind of thrills, but the thrill we've never known. Speedy. It's the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone. Wanna see my picture on the cover? Wanna buy five copies for my mother? Yeah! Wanna see my smiling face on the cover of the Rolling Stone? So I'm just uh, talking to baby brother in the break, and he kind of <laughs> peruses over to my area of uh, the studio and says, uh, so what do you think about Kanye West? And I said, I, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Uh, I have a story here. Greg says that Kanye West is living in a room at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. That, that yeah, is correct. That's what I, I understand. You know, we had the story came out of uh, a week, couple weeks ago, maybe I don't know how long that that he had this listening party at Mercedes-Benz <laughs> Stadium, a, a wordless performance. In other words, all he did was walk around on the floor. Forty-two thousand people, by the way. And never said a word. Did they get in for free or did they? I, it says tickets are going to sell for this other one, so evidently okay, so they're paying. I don't know how much they are. And uh, now he's decided to do another one. So, and I think it's not. Did we say it's tonight, Speedy? It, yes. Is yeah. he living? And he, to- oh yeah. And since after the listening party, he decided to live in Mercedes Benz Dome in this Rick. little room until he completes the album. So he's 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 got people apparently dressed like military. Yeah, he's got his yeah. entourage, Rick, and, and they're in these little rooms inside Mercedes-Benz. And they're all living in little rooms in Mercedes-Benz yeah. Stadium. Now, I want to be sure I have this right, Greg. So I buy a ticket yeah. to Kanye's listening party, mm-hmm. and I'll go in and sit down with 41,000 uh-huh. uh, people. Right. And and I just watch Kanye walk around down on the floor. While listening so, to the song. You're watching him listen. I'm yeah. watching him listen this, to it. He, to, he to never his, interacts with anybody. To his own music. And right. it, it appears at one point here, he's got on them big red puffy jacket and pants, you know, his, his clothing mm-hmm. line. This is weird. He also looks like he has a pair of pantyhose on his head at he one does. point. He does. Covering his face. <laughs> like he's robbing a bank, you know, when you put like. Rick, we're being told tickets are 20 and 50 bucks. Are y'all making all this up? No, look. I, I'm, why why would I pay? Look, Rick, look on his face. Look on his face. This is. Why true. would I pay money? How do we know that's Kanye? Well, that looks like a disguise anybody could be out there, right? Well, I can tell you, it, well, it's representing Kanye. I mean, he may be like Blippy and have a bunch of different ones that just pretend to be Blippy. Yeah, don't, mm-hmm. don't ruin that for the kids. Oh, <laughs> anyway. uh, but then it shows this room he supposedly is living. Y'all, who, who thinks he's really living there? I mean, it, is he like that guy that we. Is he, is he behind the scenes laughing, going, guys, watch this? I'm going to charge people 20 to 50 bucks to watch me walk around and listen to my new record and just see if they'll do it. You is know, he laughing or does he really think this is sharp? I. I, my question is not as much for him, but it's somebody who paid to go. That's their, a good uh, point. What Bubba. is the ticket price to go in? Twenty, 20, 20, 20, 20 to 50, 50 bucks. Unbelievable. And uh, you know what? Uh, good for Kanye. Uh, now here's a question you were asking, Greg: Is Kanye really that far out there, or is this just kind of an act? Yeah. Like uh, you, you use the example Prince. Prince I'll use. Was, I'll Prince use was an, known for it. Yeah, I use another example. Uh, what was that one? It always wore the lampshade when she sung all the time. Uh, Sia, yeah. wasn't that her name? Yeah, of course she couldn't see ya. No, uh, it was kind of the the whole yeah. gag with that. But um, I always felt like Prince, although odd and extreme, that a lot of his stunts were very manipulated. He thought it through and did it on purpose. 
Well, I'm not sure about Kanye. I know, but if you think about it, uh, album release, I believe, is, it's been pushed back. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So, hey, I know Kanye's new album being released would be news in the music world anyway, but when you pull this stunt, now see, people like us ain't talking about it. You see what I mean? So it's probably, it's not stupid. No, as crazy but, as it looks. But, but what I'm talking about, Greg, the reason why... Next, I th- his mom's going to delete his uh, Instagram account. I know. Yes. Be in a- <laughs> Watch Greg, it. Greg, the reason why I think it leans to he may... Seriously, he does this a lot. He may be an, uh, uh, a bird. Does is, he come it, out of the stands with that on? Guys, do y'all not? Yeah. yeah. Do y'all not yeah. remember his whole thing when he was talking to President Trump that time? Y'all don't remember that bizarre rant? Well, Greg, that's sure. what I, you're kind of getting to where I'm and going. He had a hat on, looked like he was. No, the, the weirdest one to me was when he performed under that sheet on Saturday night. Was it Saturday night live? He did that, he and did it that. was about three foot off the ground. He crawled up under yes. it and sang, and he had a light up under there. You could see him, but you couldn't see him. Yes, uh, that, yeah. and my favorite rendition when he was a water bottle. Right. That was on Saturday. Oh yeah, time. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it's about just that his one. face sticking out of a right. giant bottle. Right. So we're not going to talk about the time he gets up there dressed in military gear and gives that bizarre speech. Yes, Rick, I forgot about when he went. Yes. Yeah. So here's what I'm saying: because <laughs> wow. we can document Kanye being a bird with no gain. Okay, <laughs> that's true. With no gain, I think every now and then his birdness is a gain, but he'll also be a bird when there is no gain, which makes me lean more bird. And then I, that picture of him yeah. and Trump, and he's got the MAGA hat on, but he looks yeah. like the guy that's worked for the Park and Recreation Department for years, and yes. you go out there and he's working on the field, and he's had that same hat on right. forever, and the right. bill's all messed up. Right. He looks like that. If right. I had to go all in, we hadn't done that segment in a while, right. I think Kanye may be a bird, and I, I'll tell you why. Let, let's look at – look, he – He's been in the Kardashian circles. Anytime you go in there, and, and it's we affected don't, you. We don't have any documented case of anybody surviving that, right? Nobody. But I got a whole arm list of people, a long, arm long of people that that were crazy when they came out of it. So if you were going to make the case that the Kardashians make people crazy, would you? Hey, get, would I you, got it. Would, I understand. Would you just go ahead and start with Bruce Jenner, or would you wait for him to be your last example? Rick, he may, I might could get away with him being the only example That's in right. some circle. Right, exactly. But uh, this, this, it's this almost is... like a homecoming game. I mean, you just go, looky there. I'm kind of with Bubba, though. I'm more, more worried about the person who will drop 20 to 50 to watch mm-hmm. this. So I want to be clear again. If I if I pay to sit in Mercedes-Benz Stadium <laughs> during a pandemic, I, I'm, I'm, I, my thing that I'm willing to go and risk even getting a virus Yes. To see Kanye walk around and, and listen, never acknowledges and listen to his own music, he never acknowledges anybody there. It's a wordless performance right? with, with pantyhose on his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was for. He um, maybe I, that's I, the way he. Just so y'all know, he has COVID. he know. has a uh, 30.4 million followers on Twitter. Hadn't tweeted anything since November 2020, but yet he's got like um, Team Kanye, uh, all these people that are vo- like sending out. You know pictures of of the room and how you know how he's guys, sleeping. Is he and, still doing the Sunday service stuff? I, I don't uh, know. I, I'm not. I think uh, so. I'm not <laughs> really not up. Sure, I don't know his music. But mm-hmm. Is it any good? I mean, <laughs> with all this bizarreness, what's what's his music? I, I've never really. I heard will it. say this for Kanye, and I'll go to the gospel. Is he album. a rapper or a singer? What I'll go it? to the gospel album he put out. Now again, I'm not. I'm not. When people don't go, <laughs> is the latest rap album any good? And somebody says, I don't know. Ask Rick because he'll know. I, I don't know because I, I don't listen to that genre of music very much. But when I hear Kanye and I go, man, I like that, it's when he is only involved in producing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he has guest yeah. performers. And other people are singing it. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Is he that guy? 
that does that, or does he I, does he actually sing? Well, now that time he was the water bottle. He was actually. Well, to my point is, when, when whatever he, he was doing, when I'm he actually sure. does it, it's not as good as me hearing a product that he put together that somebody else did. Yeah, I see right. what you're saying. Yeah, and now he still gets credit for you know being talented enough to do that. Yeah. But when he raps and sings, compared to others I've heard rap and sing, he doesn't seem that good. Yeah, I just can't. now now what the the songs now are you are, comparing him, Rick? Say to the Furious Five, Rick James. I mean, where where do you no, fall in there no, on that? Uh, now is he paying Mercedes? Uh, I'm sure. Don't, he is. I mean, stadium for like to rent all these rooms. Is he, he working have. out in a gas mask? Yeah, Rick. He calls that the uh, the Donda workout. Okay, y'all, this is his, that's the name of his new record, and that's his mama's name. Yeah, Donna, who, who passed away. Rick and Bubba, okay. Rick and Bubba. All right, um, you know what? It, it's uh, there it's, it is. It's somewhat a free country, not not as free as <laughs> I think Adler's was. going to. It. Yeah. Is that Adler in the bottom left of that yeah. shop right there? I thought um, that was Adler. Has he had his vaccination? Adler? That's what I want. Adler, are you? Look at Adler. He's licensed. Oh, yeah. Adam, what are you doing there? Yeah. I didn't know you were in on that. Don, you tell you. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So nine minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. Well, uh, a bit of change of plans. Uh, unfortunately, uh, our, our podcast guest for today has had to cancel at the last minute. So uh, we were going to talk to Chris Hastings, uh, uh, famous chef out of Birmingham, Alabama, uh, and talk about the, the, the food of Birmingham. Now, I will be honest. Bubba and I are so well-versed on uh, the food of Birmingham, we could probably do the podcast without Chris. Wow. But but anyway, but it, it's... Uh, it's like somebody just snatched a hot dog, right? I know, I know it. It's, uh, it's, mm. it's like... Uh, anyway, so we will... He's had some sort of neck injury or something, and we hope he finds relief. But we will... Uh, I don't know. We'll, we're, we're working on some other ideas. If we can't get any of those to pan out at the last minute, we may call for you, the audience, who are available to call us at a certain time and be on the podcast for the weekend, and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> you know, Olympic uh, reporter Chris Wood could be on the table. There it is. He could. Good. Listening to find him. The only thing worse than listening to 10 minutes of a phone that you can't, uh, that you can't get is listening to 45 minutes. Oh, Rick, we're going to get him in here. I think, I think we're going for uh, – aren't we going for a different setup today? We're trying. Zoom or something? Yeah, well, that's true. Well, no, he could not I think that. it's going to be tomorrow. He got, he got canceled because yeah. he could not – could not. Uh, well, he's never well, done that before, and he hasn't had time to test it. Yeah. So we we had about a two day window, Bubba. The yeah. uh, yeah. it you, makes sense. You know to what? You and I, you're, you're correct. You are correct. Is <laughs> uh, uh, so there you go. All right. So we have two other things we need to talk about, but we're working on that. You you the audience may end up being our guest today on the podcast, but we get we're trying some other guests, and if that works out, we'll do it. So uh, I, I don't know who Rick. Uh, speaking of the Olympics, are putting out these spoof promos about games that might be in the Olympics in the future, or we would like to see. But some of them are hilarious. They are. I saw one where instead of uh, they're in the full uniforms, like they're oh my goodness, like they're uh, uh, doing the what, what's the uh, sword? What yeah. are they, uh, fencing? I'm, I'm fencing. fencing. Instead of it. fencing, they they pop each other with towels. Yeah, and and <laughs> there's one funny. like where they're on the Olympic diving board and they're running, but they're not being rated on their dive. They have to catch a tennis ball like that somebody's throwing them. So you got to catch it and go in the water with it. You know, a game we all play. Oh, we did in the backyard all the time. Yeah. Loved it. But you get rated on it. And then there was one where 
you are jumping in the water, and, and the goal is to make the biggest splash, not the, the least splash. So you have people doing, you know, very fancy belly belly flops into the water. Oh, so. we do that, too. We do all that at the house. <clears throat> uh, speaking of that. Oh, here's one rolling two garbage cans at one time. Oh, that's, that's a good one. And I you know, I can do that. I can get two garbage, can, garbage cans to the road. Can but you, you see how it's can? difficult if you're racing because oh, they start real. banging into oh, each real. other. Uh, so speaking of that, Greg That's and I. That's good stuff right there. Greg and I were discussing what is actually Olympic sport, which yeah, I can't it believe. Is actually really and that is speed walking. What? Uh, yeah, yes. they, they were showing yeah. the highlights of those people doing the speed walking. And here's what I want to know about speed walking. You've seen it. They, the person I look, know I, the mall walkers. You see them all the time. Well, the, these, the yeah. person this literally looks like some, it looks like he stepped in an ant bed. Yeah, he's going. He's yeah, going. And then he takes off. <laughs> so what I want to know is, at what point are you? Thank you. Are you not speed walking? Now you're jogging. Now you're running. Yeah. Right? Where yeah, Where does the penalty? Look, look. Where Where would you Where right, would you go. cross that I'm line? That you, hey, you're not walking. Now you're running, and and get a penalty or disqualified. One foot must always be in contact with the ground. Okay. So that there's a violation that's called lifting because there are people they'll they'll go, I got now you, the advance this is why they look so goofy doing it the advancing leg must remain straight from the point of contact with the ground until the athlete passes over it that's why Rick that's it yeah so swish about them yeah why do you have to keep it straight I understand both feet on I guess the ground. It keeps that's you from running run. keeps you from running so we're trying not to run. Yes, I don't get run. this because I Olympic feel like if sport. I was losing, I would just take off running. How long has this been an Olympic sport? Oh, it's a long time. Probably. Yeah, it's been around because people have been making fun of it as long as I can Helsing. remember. Oh, all right. So, what, what was that a foul right there? Did they call a foul? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, because they're they're lifting. They yeah, said faults or fault or something. something. They I don't, don't lift. Who, but how did that ever get out of the boardroom? Right? <laughs> I really, so, I think it's been a sport for a long but time. But what how? Somebody said, here's what I'm thinking. What do you think about the sport of, of speed walk, uh, walking? No. I mean, how did, was that not killed on a How about when arrival? you're training for it? If yeah. somebody wants to go out there and walk to do better on their health and they want to do it at a rapid pace, that's fine. But we can't have people race walking. Well, I saw it a few minutes uh, ago. They are doing it. No, I saw it too. They were, they were doing some big highlight for us. Oh, yeah. You know, our gold medal in walking. What if you're known for that? Look, I'm the speed look, look, here they come. Now, that guy in front looks like he's cheating. He does. He's close. I say he's foul li- on I him. S- it looks like I s- I'm seeing air under there, Rick. Yeah, they got a little foul on him. Or was that in quick speed there? <laughs> Maybe. Fast forward. I'm back. I can't get past where walking. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. Speed walking, Rick. We're not just walking. So, we're in an Olympic sport, you can be penalized for running. Yes. Because you know if you're losing, you're going to go, man, i got to kick it in. Do they, how's that work? Do they race go, walking? Hey, we got to take 10 seconds off your time, or yeah, well, you got to go to the back of the you, pack. Yeah, once you commit a foul, what happens? Yeah, I, I don't know. Greg, look, here we go. Look, there it is. Look at that. That the way they shift their hips back and forth. Why did just we ever so think weird. it was time to race doing that? If, yeah. if somebody, I think if you're racing, you need to be running. If now, I think if we're going to speed walk, it's going to be an Olympic sport, it needs to be on ice. There you go. If that I look, that's right, next, what we're gonna have crawling? running through a field that's on fire. Or, go. Are we gonna have we crawling? Have it in California. Greg. Speed crawling. I don't 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 think we won't, Greg. Do not think we won't. <laughs> I thought here next Olympics are gonna have a competition in one two way back. <laughs> <laughs> one two way back. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you just look at this guy. <laughs> Greg, well, my, that's the guy. Sorry. Greg, that's the guy that won won the county tournament in speed walk. But but the but it should be no chance. But but okay, I'm gonna go back to a question I asked during the kickoff hour. What parts of the country we said water polo? You know, are there? Yeah. there obviously, there's got to be colleges. There's got to be yeah. even high schools. You would think. 
What part of the country do we have speed walking experts? I mean, this sport is really popular. This is where all all the great speed walkers come from this area. See, the water polo come from the Ivy League and the uh, Pac-12 Yeah, that's area. the most ridiculous So thing. where do the speed walkers come from? I think it's people that sit on sticks. Mm-hmm. Look, at, look at this. Well, they say the coach, They said the coaches go down there to the mall. The coaches go down to the mall. Recruiting. Yeah, and they're recruiting. Hey, I like this one. But I, I, Rick, let's see. Oh, I'm not very fast, but hey. I make him walk fast. Does any do, does this this is this this ever this sentence is it ever uttered? Well, what time y'all want to start tailgate for the speed walking? Exactly. You know, we're gonna tailgate and then watch some got people speed walk. Hey, Greg, what are you doing this weekend? Well, I'm going to watch my son speed walk. You know, you don't hear that. But that, I guess that happens. it has to somewhere. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I can compete in this. I mean, I, I think I can too. I'm not saying I win the gold, but I mean, I I may be top ten I if I, I, I put gotta, my mind to it. All think, we're doing is walking. How far do they do they do that, or do they have different lengths like the, uh, the sure hundred meters, the two hundred? Yeah, sprinters they, and yeah. distance runners. And, <laughs> uh, you're not serious, right? We're not serious about that. I mean, I'm, is it a but how, how long? I mean, it's obviously yeah, a sport. How long? Are do you they, sure? Is it just one? God, I'm, I'm telling you this because we've been making fun of this since I was a kid. I oh, remember yeah. us being a kid after in the yard trying to do that. Yeah. But I want, I want, I guess they've answered when it becomes running. Yeah. You know, when have I maxed my speed okay. walk? You have cross country. No, oh, good, good. You have mountain ultra trail. You have race walking and road run. Oh, I said an event. But anyway, is race walking the sprinters? Yeah, that's the ones we're seeing. Up and there. I'm using the same the word sprinter. Cross country. Okay, I'm wrong. They don't have cross country. I'm looking at the wrong thing. What? Seven miles per hour walking. 20 kilometers. I Seriously, I'd much said. rather watch dodgeball. Oh, that. yeah. I'd, I'd much rather watch just about anything. <laughs> I hate I missed it. I might have been a prodigy. I didn't know it. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us. We'll get to your phone calls coming up this hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. If you want to dial us up now, you can. All ten lines are available. Uh, we'll move through another hour together and hit the stories of the day. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsley, Adler. All here. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for joining us for another edition of Rick and Bubba. All right, so you were also telling me earlier a couple of things when we talked about what about this deal, this eviction thing uh, that is back again. You know, we keep saying because of the pandemic, you can't evict people uh, out of. Any kind yeah, of rental situation. Rick, this, this really is it's a big and in-depth topic. And the reason that it is is that it sounds good. Let's not throw people out sure. of their apartments sure. if you're renting. Understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the real problem with this now is how it's being done. It was done as an emergency measure. Uh, a lot of that expired. There's even, if I understand right, been a court case on it. And the Supreme Court said, look, you, you can't do this. It has to be done through the Congress. The Congress is the lawmaking 
arm of our government. Strange concept. Um, and it actually was done, uh, attempted to do through the CDC at one point. And, you know, it's being done again uh, for another 60 days. But what I don't understand, and while we are always willing to help people and want to help people when we can, and especially through this pandemic, for people who own the places that rent out these apartments, many of them have mortgage payments yep. on those places. Yeah, sure. Say if you have a building. And um, they're not being given any relief. The bank has to have their money. So they're being squeezed in the middle. And what even makes it stranger, let's say you have an apartment and you go, well, I'm not going to pay rent. Uh, I'm down on my luck. But you're still doing other things. And they can't evict you. But yet, if you have a problem with your apartment, you call the landlord to fix it, and they're obligated to fix it by law, but they're not making any money off of your rent to right. buy supplies to fix it. So you sque- it goes from squeezing them to, to smaller ones or, or you know some individuals to putting them out of business. I mean, they're going to have the property repossess, repossessed by the bank or whoever is doing their, their mortgage, and I don't know how that will affect things then, but... You just see it's a it's a disaster for everybody because you're you're not evicting the people who are renting, but you're going to end up evicting the people who are the mortgage holders. So you're saying that the government has been short sighted on something? Uh, extremely. What, what, what a shocker! And I don't have an answer. Again, you want to help people uh, that you can, especially in a time of need. But of course, it's being taken advantage of by some people. You know that would happen. Oh, you mean that human beings, if they know you can't evict them, they may pretend like they don't have any money to pay it? So you got these uh, people being squeezed in no. the middle, and then you also have the constitutional question of legally, can you even do this? And like I say, from what I'm reading, the Supreme Court has, has made a ruling on this once, and if you heard the people from the Biden administration talking last week, they wanted to do this, and they even acknowledged it was against the law to do it again and extend it, but they did anyway. And just went right against a a Supreme Court ruling saying you can't do this without Congress passing the law. Now, Congress can do pretty much anything it wants to, with exception of a few uh, amendments of things it says they can't do. Um, So I I don't know. And I'm not doing this story to inform everybody as, as much as ask the question, what do the people in the middle do? Now, if you're a gigantic corporation, uh Maybe you can, you know, restructure your debt or something. I don't know. But if you're like what a lot of rental places are, and it's mom and pops that have a duplex or, you know, two or three, four, I mean, probably 10 or less units somewhere, and you got a big mortgage payment on part of it, how, how do you survive this? How does that work? I, I'm really confused about that. It, not to mention the constitutional question of can someone at a department in our Constitution, it's just one person, make a law that the Supreme Court said not too long ago had to be done by the Congress. And it's just being done anyway. They said, to heck with it. We're going to do it. Stop us if you can. Babylon B weighs in. Biden scrambles to renew the eviction moratorium before Kamala Harris throws him out of the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you better be careful. By the way, I laughed at the Babylon B headline the other day. People surprised to realize there's actually articles that go with Babylon B headlines. Uh, that was their own headline. And the guy's looking down going, is there an article attached to this? Uh, to the uh, phones we go, Tuscaloosa, Lance, says he can weigh in on this, Bubba. Lance, welcome. How you doing, buddy? 
Yeah, guys. So one thing I just want to point out, we talk about this situation with landlords and all, but um, and people needing help. But, man, there's more job openings right now. I mean, McDonald's is paying bonuses for people to sign up to come. Yeah. So, I mean, we got to think about that. You know, I know people need help, but, man, they can get help. There's more jobs opening right now than ever before. Yeah, but Well, it, yeah. it's turned into, uh, unfortunately, some people needed the help, and it's probably helped them, but some people are abusing it. They're, they're not paying rent. They're not working. They're collecting all the benefits, and they're just living life large right now. They got a lot of money coming in, none uh, going out compared to what they used to have, and they don't have to go to work. So that's a recipe for trouble. Uh, yeah. But I don't, I don't know how you can accommodate these people in the middle. It seems like they're going to collapse in this. The banks are going to end up with a lot of property, and then can they evict people? Or it, it, let's just say whoever owns it. Let's say it's a corporation, mid-size, small, whatever. If they go bankrupt and go bank, can't pay you. Uh, who's going to keep the utilities on at these places? Who's going to do that? I mean, uh, who's going to you know fix leaks? Who's going to fill up the parking lot? Who's going to pay the cable bill if if the if the you know if it comes with the apartment? I I don't know. I'm just I don't understand what they're trying trying to do here because uh, it really doesn't make sense to me john in birmingham john welcome to rick and bubba go ahead hey what's up el capitan hey buddy hey uh real quick on this moratorium i ended up i had a rental house and i haven't been paid from the renters in about eight months mm. and i've asked them hey anything please do anything and they literally told me what are you going to do about it right that, because and i'm like i don't know so you know what I did? I ended up selling it to one of these larger rental companies at a break-even point just so I wouldn't continue to lose money. Good. Because what? not only are they paying, they're ruining the place by sitting there all day. See, that, and see, that's the question. Is that the goal? Are they trying to get you, the little guy, the family-owned, the small corporation people out of this? Is this something the banks want to happen? Are they behind uh-huh. this? What? Because it doesn't really seem like it's well uh, thought out if they're Uncle, trying to help yeah. everybody. And Uncle Joe wants to give them more money, which, guess what? That we, they ain't going to give it to us. Well, I don't think, yeah, and, and it may be a bigger scheme, but I really don't think it's any more complicated than politicians like to be able to say, you know, we, we stepped in and we took care of, of those of you that are renting and during this pandemic and, and what's happened to the economy and, you know, we're ignoring all the jobs that are available right now. But, we, hey, we stepped in, and we kept you having to pay your rent, so y'all vote for us again next time. I, I really don't think – it may not be any more complicated than that. But, but like you said, yeah, bingo. they never think bingo. things out long term. The job thing, so this was designed to help people who are out of work because of the pandemic. Okay, A, what if you never were out of work because of the pandemic? And definitely you're not now since right. it came back because I don't think anybody shut down because of it, right? I no. mean, every, right? So shouldn't – why do we still have it? Yeah, is my point. Yeah, there's plenty of jobs available. I mean, people I can, thought it was to cover people whose jobs were, were lost because of the pandemic. Yeah, I, I, see again, a lot of this came through the CDC. The CDC has no business in this part of the economy. You know, this is part of this overreaching government thing, yeah. like where the EPA can yeah. decide anything they want to because hey, it affects the environment. CDC, don't you guys kind of need to worry about getting your act together on what you're telling the public? Quit worrying about that. I mean, if you're going to do rent relief, it needs to be done through the Congress in the appropriate way. 
It just seems like it's out, government out of control. Phone calls are next, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Look, I, and I'm trying to find a... Y'all hang on. We want to hear from you. A rental place now, and boy, you can't... I mean, you you got to move. Well, get in there. You don't have to pay rent. But that's true. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, it is 21 Bubba. minutes Ooh, past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Rick and Bubba. Bubba show Wait, taking your phone calls now. Uh, lines are all full, but as we work through those, uh, you may get an opportunity to join us. So let's go to Mike and Coleman. Mike, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today, buddy? Doing fine. Uh, you know, it, it's sad when it takes six months to a year to evict somebody out of a place not paying rent. But then when the when the place gets foreclosed on, the big bankers have you out for 30 days. Yeah, That's it's not fair to the, to the renter. It's not, and that's what Bubba's point was. Is anybody care about the landlords at all in this and, and the problems it's going to cause? And a lot of people, I mean, right now, you know, our, our parents, Greg, are, are looking to downsize and getting ready to sell their house, and, and they prefer at this age of life to, to rent uh, versus, you know, do another mortgage. And the the time we're having trying to find a rental house, because you know why? Most people who were renting because of all this are just selling their houses because the renting business isn't worth them staying in it. Yeah. And there's so much demand the minute a house goes on the rental market, if you don't agree to it and sign a lease in 24 hours, you can't even get it. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and you know, most people would like to have a little time to think that through. But, I mean, you know, I mean, there's people, side unseen, I'll take it. You know, and then you get in there and go, gosh, I wish I'd have thought this through more. But because at. you're trying to grab one because they're so hard to find. Uh, so there's all kinds of problems that go with this horrible government idea. Especially, like you said, Greg, now, getting a job doesn't seem to be an issue right now. Yeah, well, I mean, here's the thing. There's I, a lot I'm of not, them out there. You're not wanting to, to throw. A lot of help wanted signs. You're not wanting to throw people on the street, but I don't want to throw the people who took time to invest in rental property on the street either because what you're doing, and this is the big picture they don't see, just like this gentleman that was here and other people, they're going to go, well, you know, I wanted to invest in rental property or build somewhere so that people who couldn't afford a mortgage could mm-hmm. rent and have right. a place to live, and I could make some profit off of it, that they'll go, well, I'm not going to invest in it now. That's just too risky. No, you're right. So, then- so then you have families now that that's one less place they can rent. So that makes the places that are there, the rent go up. Yep. So it's, just, it's again, it's just, uh, I'm just amazed, really, that some of these people who've been in you know, power for decades and decades and decades are are this, you know, foolish about the way they're doing things. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what's going to end up? You know what the next complaint will be? And you just called it, and Greg, you just called it. Well, my goodness, I mean, what about all of us that just need a, need a rental house? We can't even find one anymore. They're, now they're not available. Yeah, I know, because all the renters sold them because uh, they couldn't live in these this environment. Yeah, or lost them, yeah. or repossessed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to... Um, Larry out of Greenville, Alabama. Larry, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Good morning, people. How you doing, hey, buddy? Um, doing well, doing well. Hey, it goes deeper than just a rental. I mean, you're taking away what made America great. You're you're just, just stopping contracts, and nobody's going to be 
hell for anything they do. You know, um, if, if the law can just come in, it's not even a law. Nobody, the CDC no. has no authority. No. It's a Republican. CDC, that's just crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's no, they have no authority in that, but they're just they're violating and boarding contracts, written contracts. That's what made America great. Yeah, you can actually hold people to the point. And this, if it's this, tomorrow is something else. Yeah, yeah, you're you're, you're right, sir. Yeah, you're you're right because there's three things that that separate the United States there from everybody else. That is private property, contracts, and the rule of law, which I put due process under. So if now again, this is not the Congress. If some person who is working in some department of the government can just with the wave of a pen violate all these contracts that have been litigated and signed and on file, then we we don't have a country. Um, and here is the case. The Supreme Court ruled in June to allow the CDC to extend the original eviction moratorium for one month to the end of July, but said in the ruling congressional approval would be needed for another extension. That means end of July. July 31. What is the date today? August 4th. 5th. We're past that extension. And the CDC did the same thing again in direct violation of the Supreme Court ruling that they just got in June. They are not even following the way it's supposed to be done. Nope. When did the CDC become the tyrants of rental properties? Well, they feel like they can get more done through it right now than they can any other agency. It used to be the EPA. EPA is going to uh, dictate cars we can drive, how we build our homes, power plant. I mean, it, it it's the new Gestapo. You know, you cover everything. But the CDC right now, because of the of uh, of COVID nineteen, is is the new Gestapo. Now they can do anything they want to, and nobody can stop them. Supreme Court ruled they could not do it, and they did it anyway. Did it anyway. Just forget you, Supreme Court. Sue me, Lori and Coleman. Lori, go ahead. Um. Hey, how are you? Good. Great. Hey, I, we've, got, we've got several pieces of rental property. I could go on and on about how we handle things properly, but this isn't what that's about. This is just another example of taking this pandemic, a true pandemic, and using it any way they can. The CDC has no authority. They've ignored the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has told them they have to stay in your lane. They ignore it. The left does this every time. They don't, they don't care. They, they're gonna. It's like a smashing grab. They're gonna get as much power as they can when they can. And this is just another prime example of that. And um, guys, it's just gonna keep going. As long as we allow this to keep going, it's gonna keep going. No matter we're talking about rent, um, you know, rent moratoriums. This bleeds over to everything we're talking about. Math. Um, Lori, have you had have you had renters not paying? I have not. We've been extremely blessed. We have, and we've always worked with our renters. They we they know when the rent is due on the first, late after the fifth. Look, if you've got a problem, call us up front. We'll work with you. We've done it for years. Let you pay half now, half later. Pay every two weeks. We'll we've always done that, and praise God, we've had good renters. Uh, we do a very good job of renting our vet our uh, of vetting our renters. We use uh, programs that run. Um, uh, you know, credit checks and things. Even if they got, you know, credit issues, if they can explain it or, you know, some of these young kids don't have credit, we work with them. We do background checks on them. 
So you just have to do your due diligence and not that you don't ever get burned. And we have, but it's been very, very rare, very rare. That's good. Uh, But so, but what they've set up is an environment that uh, it can happen to you and is happening to some people. And that's why they're selling them out. Uh, so, so it, it, the, the, the thing that you, like you said, Lori, to begin with, even though you and, and your family are, seem to have a, a, a really good system, it, it's really back to, we have a way that we do things like this in our country and we're just, we're just ignoring the rule of law. This is how you do it. You do it through the legislative branch. This is how you do it. Here's what the Supreme Court said. And the CDC is going to come in and say, this is one lady at the, at the CDC that did this. Her name's on it. And she has overridden thousands and thousands of private contracts between property owners and renters in direct violation of what the Supreme Court said. So, I mean, what is the deal here? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show eight six six. We be bigs the number. Cooks Pest Control and Centricon teaming up for the ultimate in termite protection. But our friends at Cooks also fantastic on the ongoing monthly termite. Uh, I mean uh, pest control, and we use them for. Uh, you know, here we use them for home. We use them for uh, you know, use them down at the farm. Uh, whatever the case may be, they do an incredible job. So let them come out to your property. They even do stuff for uh, new home construction contractors. They do that too. Um, and I'm sure they do rental properties if you can still hang on to yours. <laughs> but anyway, if you want to go to cookspest.com right now, you can. Cookspest.com. Let them come out and give you a no-obligation, free evaluation, but you do want to use them. Uh, and then you decide if you want to put them to work uh, for you and do like all of us do and Sing that song. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie. Cooks. That's gotcha. So, so Tracy says that uh, on, on the story we just said, just another example of this, uh, you know, moratorium that, uh, that has now uh, been removed and on, on, you know, it continues that we're not going to stop it, even though you said, Bubba, clearly, and I agree that it was set up by the way the government's supposed to work, that this won't continue. Now Biden says that uh, uh, landlords cannot evict people longer now we don't not don't really know why uh but anyway so you uh you said uh, tracy that your parents had a similar situation yes um my parents live in rome georgia and they rent a couple of houses out that's kind of their retirement plan mm-hmm. and it worked really well until 2020 yeah um, and then they immediately had someone tell them that he could not pay they did like all the other people you talked to before everything they possibly could you know, can you pay us for half a month? Yeah. Can you pay us one month out of every two? Not if the government says I don't and, have to pay either. <laughs> yeah. And so they happened to drive by that property and saw a lot of activity and stopped. And turns out he was subletting. Mm. He had rented it out himself and was taking the money and uh, not paying my parents. There, there, there you go. Not that this opens up uh, the environment for this kind of thing at all. Right. right. Uh, wow. 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 Yeah. Wow. And when they um, then signed a lease with the other guy, explained to him what was going on, um, the original guy sued him. It said they had kicked him out when they weren't supposed to. Fortunately, it was in Georgia, so the judge threw it out. All right. Good. Good. But he attempted to say, well, now, wait a minute. I was mm-hmm. under the you can't evict me rule, so you can't. 
you can't uh, take this away from me because now you're you're kicking me out, which I already said the government said you can't do. But thankfully, there was a judge that said that's that's nuts. Well, I think technically, but he tried it, and I'm sure it got you know. There's the the verbiage is very technical, but you could be the leasee, but you could not be the person living there, and the person living there would be the one evicted, right? right? Because right, I mean, yeah. eviction is physically throwing somebody out, which is probably why it was thrown out. But the fact that right. he even tried it, oh, I know. Yeah, it, it just shows you the the level of what people will try to go through to rip somebody off. Michael, uh, they never heard about ill-gotten gains. I don't think. Maybe that's why our whole country seems to be under a, a, just a run of plagues right now. <laughs> right. You know, maybe I don't know. Michael, go ahead, buddy. Michael, Bubba, th- th- this is what I believe. Not, not, not. This looks like to me that the top two percent are using the pandemic as an opportunity to be able to create a classic case of economic regentrification. Because the mom and pop stores are always going to suffer. Only the big wigs are going to survive at the end of this thing. And the only way that the mom and pops are going to survive is if they have money. But they don't. So they're going to be ran out along with their tenants. And the big wigs are going to end up coming out, coming out smashing at the end of this story. No, you're right. Yeah, Michael, you, you may be right because, you know, if you follow the money, uh, most of the big banks are big Democrat donors. So they're not being hurt in this. So if they repossess the property from smaller owners, then guess who comes in to buy the property Mm -hmm. from the bank? That's the government. And then they control the housing market. Yeah, I I had a friend of mine saying you just— I'm just saying it could—you see how this could shake out. Well, you just hit on it, um, by the way, Michael. Yeah, I had a friend of mine say, you know, there used to be a time that we said, i tell you what's the heart of this country, and that's, that's the small business owner. Not anymore. It, it, it's it's the giant That's right. co- companies that That's right. that keep this country going because uh, we've made it where they're the, they're, they're the only ones that can survive. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know I think we need to be saying that more because the left loves to portray Absolutely. themselves as being for the working man. But if you think about it, there's nothing that helps big business that this, this that takes over the world. You know, hey, big business, big this, big that. Democrats seem to have all them in their pocket. And uh, and they're yeah, taking Michael. Great, great idea there. Great yeah. perspective. Well, think about this. What did, what did the Democrats always tell you? We here for the working man, working woman. Apparently not, uh, because the things y'all create, those are the very people that can't survive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so was Castro. Sure, that's it. So was Mao. Uh, that's right. Uh, to carry in Huntsville. So was Pol Pot. One hundred point three. The river. So was Hitler. <laughs> the list just goes on and on. And by the way, never good endings on those. Oh. Carrie, go ahead. Thank you, Thank you, Carrie. Go ahead. Uh, uh. Um, I am a property manager. We have about 600 apartments, and he, oh, my gosh, people are using this pandemic to get out of everything. And I'll tell you this, just take them to court. Judges are sick of it. Take them to court. File evictions and get them in front of a judge because if they can pay their power bill and a cable bill and have people over and cook out and drink and all that other stuff, the judge will not have leniency. Oh, that's what I'm learning anyway. Well, good. Maybe there's some judges Um, that have had enough with it. So can they actually evict somebody? Uh, uh, Actually, yes, sir, they can. They have to prove they had COVID. They have to prove they lost their job. They have to prove every bit of it in court. So I just say pay the court costs, get the lawyer, 
and get them in court because the judges have had enough. Carrie, what what uh, what size company do you work for? Did you say you had six hundred units, or is that just in one spot, or do they do this in many places? Well, we're all over North Alabama, um, Huntsville, Decatur, Athens, Madison, uh, Coleman. So it's um, it's townhouses, uh, fourplex apartments, no homes. Right. So you've got these people, and they are all over, and they're just using this pandemic. You're, they're using CDC affidavits, and and they're lying. They're saying they lost their job due to COVID. Well, when they, you get to court, they can't prove it. So they, they do have, have to no prove it. Proof. Yeah, they have to prove oh, yes, it. So at least some of the judges it. are not playing these yeah. games. And, that's and, good. Well, that's, you know what? Oh, that's somewhat so refreshing to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I guess there, there, there's many that go, well, you're not going to take the time to pay the court costs and take me to court. But but you're saying, yeah. look, if you can afford the court costs, if you're a landlord, take them because most of them can't prove they're really in the situation they claim. And well, they uh, the the Renters Association in Alabama and Georgia are the lead people on this lawsuit right now in D.C., so we'll see how it plays out. Cindy in Texas. Cindy, how you doing? Hey, gentlemen, I'm doing good. How are y'all? Fantastic. We're great. Hey, listen, I don't know if y'all remember, but when we were talking about the federal loan, uh, student loan things not too long ago, and you guys kind of wanted to know how this this uh, decreasing your debt thing from student loans, one we had talked about that a little bit, and that's one of the things, another things I wanted to mention. My, you know, my concern about all of these things we're talking about, rent reduction, you know, moratorium on that, this all comes from the feel-goodism of Democrats. And, and feel-goodism, you know, that that's not the government's place. Um, it, it's family and it's church to take care of our people when we have a hardship. Um, you know, what I am seeing, and this is personal, is we're having a hardship paying, paying things, but we got money to go to the water parks this summer. We got money to do the stuff we want to do, uh, but we don't have that. Um, right now with the student loan industry, you know, the student loan industry created all-time record lows so that we could refinance our student loans which for people that say they were having COVID hardships was a godsend. Well, what's happening now is the government came in and said, no, you know, you, you can defer them. This is a hardship. Well, what people do in a consumer industry is they say, hey, I don't have to pay for it right now. Let me put that off. Well, guess what? The government's still accruing those interests. Oh, yeah. They're still going to get their money. Yeah. You know, so that's just, a, that's just another thing of, just another aspect of it. Yeah, you know, I know we were talking about rent reduction. But I understand. It's, it's it, all still. everything. Yeah, it does. And it, one more thing that Biden said the other day that just, I just want to look and say, people, you know, let's get some sense. He wants to send all these vaccinations to other countries. Another thing, feel good as I'm not fine. I don't want anybody to be sick and dying. But he wants to send it to low-income countries that have no money. Those people aren't getting on a flight to Delta and flying to the United States and giving it to us. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, like DeSantis said, if he doesn't address the southern border, then we're really not thinking this pandemic is going to be the end of time because if it was really the way it's being betrayed, hey, we're all going to go down the tubes if we don't do something immediately. you got to watch what you're doing, get your mask on, get your vaccine, stay out of here, don't do that. And then the southern border is open. DeSantis makes a point. Until you address that, yeah. the rest of it is kind of meaningless. Uh, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings.
brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't Ten minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six, we be big. Pretty scary but cool story here. Uh, we have it on video, and Adler's got it. When a good Samaritan leaps onto the New York City subway tracks to rescue a man in a wheelchair who had rolled off the platform moments before the train actually pulled into the station. Look at this video that we have. So, so, so this guy jumps in. The, the wheelchair guy has has fallen down into the train track uh, in the wheelchair, and and and, that, I mean, and here comes the train. And uh, look, guys, what, what what you're in a wheelchair too, which means what? You got to have help to get up out of there. And here comes the train. Look at this Where woman. You hear the train? The, oh my goodness, you can hear it coming. And uh, and they get him out of there. Oh, oh, that's good. I mean, but you hear that baby coming? Yeah. I don't want to be laying on the train track anywhere. How, did he get too close to it? How did he fall in there? They're, they're saying he rolled in, so I guess, yeah, I guess he wouldn't look. You know, we don't have that part on the you, video. You know the thing, too. I mean, hurry up, there, hurry up. Isn't there high voltage down in there, Greg? Yeah. How they power uh, I think you're right. But they're all over the track, so apparently they're not. Yeah. I think we've had people get in it before. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is it yeah. just when it gets closer? I don't know. not sure how that works. Put it this way. Look, look at him right now trying to get out of there for that train. My goodness. Can you imagine feeling that rumble coming? God, and they even got the chair out. Yeah, keep the train because you don't know how fast it's coming. No, once you, you see it, know. it's on you. How about you could hear it coming though and feel that rumble and you, hey, you are pushing and pulling. Kind of Greg, what if we look in that same guy in China that let the car go off the cliff and standard going there? Go again, <laughs> Dad, coming. I go everywhere I go. I'm not gonna, I, I stop it. Like two things, and Greg, you're not going to ruin this story. I'm two not. things that he's pointed out to me. Listen, one, the the the, the train will be closer. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. I, I was and, expecting the train to be closed. Okay, yeah, and, when and, we said here it comes, and second, still scary. Second, still he, scary. he claims scary. the guy on the wheelchair stood up, and, and a that's bit. not. If you'll watch, uh, listen, I don't Greg, blame you. Not, if I'm on a railroad track, I do it too. But if you'll look, he kind of helps. What, Greg? You're not going to ruin this story. Right there. Oh, step up. Can we have? Can we have? Well, I mean, I don't know his condition. No, well, yeah. Can we have anything? I'm just saying the good thing that happened. It helped. When this video came on, I thought I was going to see that shoe get up on the edge and. Right. And the train come Rick, back. Okay, right. it's I still was like there. I wasn't gonna say it, <laughs> right? Rick. But I was thinking the same thing. It's Look, still it's, not here. Okay, hey, I know. Rick. How about he could have fell is. back on the track see, and we got it him is. off again? There it is. You see it? Yeah, I know. But he's still. But, but, but he's out in the parking lot. Now. I'm timing it. Greg, he got down in there. I'm timing it. Speed uh-huh. wants it to be more dramatic than it is. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, now that look, it, it's still dramatic, but yeah. it's not what I thought. It is. Yeah, it is dramatic. I mean, you hear the rumble. And look, he he gets the man up before it's great. Of course, he helped himself, and that was good. That was see good right here. Good. I think it's about to fly by now, based on the roar. Yet. Now I'm saying he's up. So, All right, so all right, I'm still timing. We're at 30 seconds now. Greg, no, uh, no, from the time he's out. Here comes Greg. Let's see how long it would have been before it got to him. Oh, there it is. 14 seconds. Wow. Yeah. I got 14 between shoe Rick gets out of the track. You thought as they pulled him out, it was going to clip his shoe off. I did. I, I, mean, I thought <laughs> it was going to. 14 go- seconds is still pretty close. Well, but I mean, I but it's about 40 seconds of like now, after he's fallen down in there. If I mean, he couldn't help like he did. Then yeah. But you can't longer. count when he goes in. you got to count yeah. when but he, he gets got out. But he got him up and out of there with 17, almost 20 seconds to spare. I saw him push up. 14.96. How about you're going to you're going to you're going to find every bit of strength you got, Greg? That don't mean that you don't need a wheelchair. How about I don't want to be on that track an hour before it comes through there. Guys, 
I don't even want to look at it. I'm not saying it's not important. You're not either. I'm not. I did, just thought I'd did point I out. They had a whole 13 seconds to spare, Rick. I mean, here it is. This is just the way we are. I was a little disappointed. I thought it was closer. I thought it would be closer. Golly, 13 seconds. Y'all, they die. 13 se- it takes them 13 seconds longer, and they die. Right. This is very scary. <laughs> this is a very close call. It, well, it was, it was it's not what I thought I was going to see. I thought I was going to see the the white shoe is pulled aside. Now, I will, now it would have been if, if they'd have been somehow. Hey, oh my goodness, we're stuck. We can't. Yeah, I yeah. got that. In the I movie, they would have been. In the movie, <laughs> yeah, was, did you yeah, see him stand close. up a little bit? I saw him stand but up he, a little. I don't bit. think he's still. I think he just propped against no, the wall. Right? His locked, arms were still in. on the ground. I saw him jump. Well, you don't know why he's in the wheelchair. It might not be. Right. I tell you what, they're thankful for. He's not. He's not in the wheelchair because he's fat. They're thankful for that right now. Well, That's you get, the truth. Oh, yeah. Now, if you want to see that train get there and almost get them, let it be a fact. What if big, big mama from Walmart go oh, off in there? Oh, baby. It'd be tough yeah. to get her out. So that's where we've landed now. <laughs> so uh, the y'all asked about the electricity. Um, some of these have a wire overhead, but I did not see a wire overhead. Yeah, but some have it on the on the third rail. They call is it, it the third. There's, so there's two that actually hold the car, and then yeah. there's the third rail, and it has a little cover on it. Mm-hmm. And that I think is Stay on the far the side. Okay. So if he had fallen farther, he could have so gotten. Been <laughs> been yeah. So he could have got in there. Nobody's like, saying the guy it jumping down in there. Situation. You know, you don't know. I, I mean, that's. I, that's I, I look, nobody's saying yeah. it wasn't dangerous. It was. It was. A, and, a, and I'm like, Bubba, I don't want to be on there an hour before. I'm just saying, if there's a video out there, everybody's all fired up about. I thought it'd be. Can I point one thing out? If I could, because I'm they trying They won't even time here. to do a 15-second spot. And today, and today <laughs> actually, we're, actually, after the 50-second spot would have been perfect. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of people looking around to see who's going to jump down. And there was yeah. a man that said, I'll tell you what, I will. Yeah. And then he gets, he gets the I man win. that was in the wheelchair, pushes him up before he pushes himself up, yeah. which means that he put his life now, in front of him. Now, if guy. I look up and, and the train's getting closer and the chair's still there, I'm going to say, buddy, you're, you had to get a new yeah, chair. Yeah, I wouldn't have gone for the chair. Back. I would have gone to get him out. The chair right. would have been a bonus. Right. Yeah. I'll yeah. give you that. Because I'll I, I buy you another chair. I think he just kind of threw it out to help get it out of the way mm-hmm. so he could get the guy up. Right. And, he, and if like that him. guy wouldn't have been able to help climb, it would have took a long too. But he, That guy's yeah. on the track looking up like, mm. I mean, anybody mm. going to help me? And, and there's people looking around. He stood for his life, Greg. That's probably the best stand he's oh, done absolutely. ever. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm just saying. Hey, there's nothing like an oncoming train will make you stand up. So if anybody's wondering, yeah, that leg ain't working years, but but I bet that train. So if anyone's wondering, Greg isn't the guy that jumps in; he's the guy holding the phone, filming the whole (laughs) thing. And then he's disappointed the train didn't get here sooner. No, anybody's wondering what Greg would do. Honest. Yeah, if I was doing the movie, the train is comes flying by. Now. Hey, look, this is the man that saw a lady face plant in no. the parking lot and held me back. Don't I go did. over there. I, I didn't want to embarrass her. Right. She was embarrassed. She's she was okay. Up. She's now, skin she was, up. She, what, hey, now she's skin up. Yeah. She couldn't well, get She up. was embarrassed, and yeah. I thought if we ignore her, hands she's really she went, oh, be. my hands are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> and you I thought were like, well, she's going to really be embarrassed. One, one other story we didn't get to today, but clearly, I, think, okay. I think it deserves mentioning, uh, is The View failed to disclose oh. to viewers. Speaking of train wreck. <laughs> yeah, that Whoopi Goldberg had not disclosed that she had actually helped Andrew Cuomo at Watch a fundraiser. It. Watch it. Before tackling the scandal on air, the yeah. liberal co-host avoided avoided mentioning her close ties to the Democratic I governor bet, I bet when did. the discussions about what he had done and what he'd been accused of came up. She mm-hmm. said he's a little handsy. Whoopi. Okay. And, yeah. Bubba, we didn't get hey, it. Rick, I don't think there was much uh, chance of Whoopi being harassed, Greg, if you know what I mean. Greg. Hey. Greg. Okay. Cuomo kisses everybody. He still hadn't kissed yeah, Whoopi. He All right. He, he's around me. I don't know what it was. Uh, CNN does not reach a million viewers in an entire week. Wow, ain't knocking it down. Now, I want, I want to put this in perspective. Bubba said it off air earlier. That means that CNN had fewer viewers than we have listeners. Wow. 
In a week. C- CNN. Yep. We have more than that in a week. Good night. We no, have more than CNN in a week. See, Rick and if Bubba. You're, if you're running CNN, don't you go to somebody and go, you know, guys, maybe we're on the wrong path right. here. Mm-hmm. Because we're going down the toilet. And, <laughs> and nobody seems to care. Right. Nobody's trying to block anybody from, uh, you know, pushing the handle down. Yeah. Right. And Larry King wouldn't have that. No. So less than a million viewers in in the in the conference they play in, that is really really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Really really bad. <clears throat> All right. So thanks for being with us. We're wrapping it up, and uh, we'll catch some of you on the next edition of Rick and Bubba. Important how you grab the old Rick and Bubba content. Uh, it is top of the hour. Thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.